0: It's game day. And time for Red Rebel football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew was about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City certified Maryville game of the week. And look out, because here come those Rebels.
1: And good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio Live from the chilly but friendly confines of Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Mariville High School for the Twin City Certified in Mariville game of the week in the kitchen tune-up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and tonight the Rebels hope to move one step closer to big number 18 if they can best the visiting hilltoppers of Science Hill High School. The toppers come into tonight at an 8-4 record, a perfect 5-0 in region play in the regular season. They get the quarterfinals after a win over Bradley and the Farragut Admirals a week ago. The Rebels come in at 9-3 Victoria's over Morristown East in round one, and Bearden in round number two. Can the Red Rebels continue another historic streak and make yet another appearance in the state semifinals? Well, that question's about to be answered tonight. But as we look to preview quarterfinals here in 6A playoffs, Mr. Metz, how about them Rebels? Are you ready to get fired up, Wayne?
2: Always. Last home game and the opportunity to go to the semis in 6A football. Let's go with the David Allen Coe song. You don't have to call me darling, Science Hill. You don't have to call me Maryville High. And you don't even have to call me the Red Rebels anymore, even though you're on my fighting side. <laughs> Last week, the Rebel defense had two picks by Dr. Jones and Peyton Cooper. Gage Ledoux flirts with 200 yards rushing to advance to the quarterfinals, to advance to the quarterfinals against the Hilltoppers of Science Hill led by Xbox himself Tyler Moon has scored six touchdowns against the Farragut Admirals Hilltoppers came down 81 looking to get run over by Big Gage train the faithful sing we will
1: hang around as long as you let me let me let me let me <laughs> Ben uh, you never cease to you never disappoint I'll say that David Allen Coe I think it's a second David Allen Coe song of the year, but uh, a good one uh, because you talk about Tyler Moon and, and he's by far and away been the uh, the X-Factor, the X-Box uh, for Science Hill, especially in this late run that's got him here uh, in the quarterfinals, but uh, you know, I think I think it's going to be a big test for our defense can we find the cheat code uh, to, to finally get that victory there and, and shut him down, 14 touchdowns uh, in the last three games you'll hear that a lot tonight and I think he's what makes the Hilltoppers tick as they head down to Maribel. but uh, But, been a big night here, last home game, win or lose. Uh, It's great to be at the Skeeter yet again. A lot of the faithful, they're bundled up, they're here, and they've brought signs. There's signs down here with lights. Uh, It's going to be a fun night here at Maryville High School.
2: Yeah, a lot of support coming into, into the Skeeter
1: tonight. And, you know, we've got those black jerseys, Wayne, so we're keeping the trend going. Well, blacked out, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And uh, the Red Rebels look to be in those road black uniforms. We'll talk about those in a minute. Uh, but uh, Science Hill come to Maryville. Uh, they, they brought tour buses, Ben. Again, a long way there from uh, from Science Hill. We knew the trip up. And uh, they, they brought tour buses to bring the team down here. They've been here for a while, as they, they were here when we got here, uh, just after 5 o'clock. But I think it's going to be a fun night of football. We're excited. Good weather, chilly but clear. And uh, and we've got some Pistol Creek Eats that we're going to take care of here just shortly. But, uh, but Ben, earlier this week was able to sit down with last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Mr. Peyton Cooper, 18 tackles a week ago against the Bearden Bulldogs. We get to sit down with him, learn some things about him, his favorite class. Glasses and different things in this week's Red Hot Minute. If you're just joining us, uh, you don't want to miss this. Peyton Cooper, last week's Red Hot Minute. Here's Peyton. And we're pleased to be joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Mr. Peyton Cooper. Peyton, thanks for the time. Yes,
3: sir. Thank you for having
1: me. Peyton, killer game a week ago. Again, really was able defensively to shut down the Bearden Bulldogs this week. A big matchup with Science Hill. No, you're getting prepared for that. So we don't want to take time away from that. So just a a quick Red Hot Minute. Are you ready? Yes, sir. For those who's just joining us, uh, if you haven't heard the Red Hot Minute, what it is, it's going to be shotgun-style questions with Mr. Cooper uh, to find out some things that maybe we knew about Peyton but a lot of things I would think that we didn't know.
4: The game begins in three two one
1: all right, Peyton, what is your favorite class in high school, non-sports related?
0: My favorite class in high school, non-sports related, is English 3. I had it because of Mr. Stephen Donald Feather. He's Good. my favorite.
1: <laughs> favorite animal? Favorite animal has got to be the leopard. Most used social media platform? I would say Instagram. What's your favorite junk food?
5: Um, Probably chocolate chip cookies.
1: What pro athlete do you look up to the most, past or present? Luke Keekley and Ray Lewis. If you could have any vehicle to drive, what would it be? It would probably be a Toyota Tacoma. Favorite hype song or artist? Go ahead. I would have to say... That's a tough one. It
3: is a tough one. Um, I guess <laughs> little baby.
1: All right. All right. Well, Hey, we needed to know that we held out to make sure we got that in, but Peyton Cooper, you have outlasted this week's uh, red hot minute again, uh, Toyota Tacoma, uh, Ray Lewis and Luke Keekly. I'm not surprised. Both of those, uh, one, a hall of famer and one possibly just a couple years away. Uh, but Peyton, yes, uh, great, uh, great performance a week ago. Wish you the best of luck this Friday night against science Hill. Uh, and uh, and go get them. Continue to do what you've done all season. Yes,
5: sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: And that has been this week's Red Hot Minute with Peyton Cooper, uh, last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
4: You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, and backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up could transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Mariville High School Football. Gladiator, Gladiator,
1: Gladiator, And welcome back to Maryville High School, Rebel Radio for the Kitchen Tune Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and and Ben Peyton Cooper, Luke Keekley and Ray Lewis. I, I see uh, he's watched a lot of film because he, he plays with that level of aggression, uh, those two greats.
2: Yeah, and he and he uh, uh, mentioned Mr. Feather. I think that's the second time that Mr. Feather's been recognized as a teacher for uh, for some of these kids.
1: I mean, a couple more, and he may be a Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. That's right. Yeah, shout out to all those teachers out there. Yeah, and again, I, I made it a point to mention the the non-sports related classes because again, those those are teachers that these children, these kids really love too. So yeah, yeah, shout out to, to, to Mr. Feather. But
2: how about the season he's having, Wayne? 135 tackles on the season, eight for a loss, one sack, two interceptions, one of those for a touchdown, forced fumble, two-block PAT. And last week against Bearden, he had 18 tackles and one pick. What a game for Peyton Cooper last weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah, what a senior season. You know, Coach Hunt's going to talk here in just a minute on the the interview that we had earlier in the week uh, he's going to talk about Peyton and how how he knew that there was some greatness there, that there was some some ability that they were going to be able to count on late in his high school career, and that's really come to fruition uh, this season. His senior season's been a strong one, and uh, hopefully a couple more games left to go here. But uh, uh, excited to hear what Coach Hunt has to say. Again, Science Hill's here tonight. If you're just joining us, you can also, uh, listening on 95.7 Duke FM, if you're at home and you have an NFHS Uh, Membership. You can also catch us. We're kind of helping stream with them, uh, providing the audio here. Uh, Rebel Radio is also on the NFHS feed, so you can check that out. You can go to NFHSnetwork.com forward slash T S S A A.
2: And he did not—he did not read that off of anything. That was—that was 100 that was from
1: from the memory bank. It's from the cuff, Ben. That's how we—that's how we do it. But uh, but Ben uh, also was able, like I said, sat down with uh, with Coach Derek Hunt, Science Hill here tonight, wanted to talk about the win from a week ago. Good interview with Coach Derek Hunt, and here's the coach's interview. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Maryville Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Coach, uh, impressive win uh, yet again there Friday night. uh, Took care of the Bearden Bulldogs for the second time there in 2022. Advanced to the quarterfinal round. Science Hill, uh, again, uh, didn't know if you were going to see Science Hill or Farragut, but the Hilltoppers really finding themselves late in the season. But really, what, what did you like from your team there Friday night against the Bulldogs?
3: Well, we showed some grit, uh, handled adversity well. Defense played phenomenal whole game. You know, offense, we knew we had to be opportunistic when when we could because they're so – Bearden is so tough on on their defense. Uh, They do such a great job, you know, very senior-laden group over there. So, um, you know, it wasn't easy. Uh, Obviously, scoring right before the half I thought was huge get up 14-3. But, you know, just proud of our efforts, you know, and we're just trying to find different ways to win each week with all the adversity that we've had this year. So, um, you know, proud of our kids. They're continuing to fight, and they want to keep playing, and, and so do I.
1: Talk about the physicality. Uh, one thing that didn't make it out of Friday night's game was Jason Manneker's jersey. It showed a lot in, in some of the pictures we saw that uh, he just he plays through contact a lot and, and really like what the, that whole front's doing, but uh, that young man just plays with another gear.
3: Yeah, Jason plays with hair on fire, and that's what I love about him. Obviously, he's really hard to block. He's got great hands, and he's got great – Uh, you know explosiveness off the football so you know just
1: really glad he's on our team he continues to make plays and continues to get better. Uh, 49 total plays last week for the Red Rebels 280 yards of offense and 220 of that came on the ground Gage Ledoux leading the way uh, with 27 touches 199 and three touchdowns officially what a what a performance by that offensive line to really continue to just uh, move people forward.
3: Yeah O-line's playing great I think we're controlling the line of scrimmages right now, which is what's enabling us to have success and continue to win football games. And so, you know, that's a point of emphasis for us is trying to find ways to take advantage of that line of scrimmage success. And and we got to have to keep doing that. That's why that's how you win football games is you block and tackle better than the other team. And, you know, we can schematically, we can get all creative, you know, and and do a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, if you don't block and tackle better than the other team, you're probably not going to win the game or you're going to be at a huge disadvantage anyway. So, um, we're, we're leaning on that line right now. They're doing a great job and, and uh, hopefully we can continue to do that.
1: Coach, uh, last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, Peyton Cooper, on his Twitter update said 18 tackles that he had last week. Peyton is one of the leaders on defense statistically, uh, but it was good to finally get to talk to him up in the booth.
3: Yep, Peyton's had a fantastic senior season and we knew how good he was, obviously coming into it. He had a great year last year. Moved into to inside linebacker and he's just flourished and has, has led us in tackling, obviously, all year. Um, He's another guy that kind of – he plays so fast, and that's what makes him hard to block. So really instinctive, great athlete. You know, he was a really good running back his freshman, sophomore year before we figured we're, we're probably going to need him the most on defense. And, and so, you know, he catches it well. He, he he could he could do a lot of different things, and, and he got to showcase that with an interception last week.
1: Well, we talked about that postgame and said, you know, looked like he had pretty good hands there. Did he like catching the football? He said he loved catching the football. But uh, he's also a, a fumble forcer, as uh, he's had a few of those this season as well. Just a, a high-motor kid and a very good kid. Uh, if People have just heard his red hot minute just earlier here tonight coach as we turn the page to science hill another opponent that the red rebels have seen previously here in 2022 had to go to their place the first time but was able to take care of business Uh, what have you seen from the hilltoppers
3: yeah they're definitely playing their best football in the last three weeks they've beaten dobbins bennett in what was essentially a playoff game at least for seating purposes and then and then they beat bradley central in a first round of the playoffs handily and then they beat farragut which kind of surprised a lot of people i think. Um, that they were able to take down the Admirals. Uh, And the way that they did it was so impressive, just running the football, playing great defense, making big plays. You know, the game was really was really never close. You know, even though I think Fair cut it to one score maybe once or twice, you know, Science Hill always answered very quickly. You can't talk about Science Hill right now without talking about Tyler Moon, who is the running back number five, phenomenal football player. He has scored 14 touchdowns in the last three games. And so, I mean, he is, they are on fire right now. And they've kind of changed what they've done offensively while we beat them earlier in the year. Certainly we did that, you know, um, 100%. I know Avon had a big game that night, and he kind of carried us as he did a lot of games this year. Uh, we don't have no anymore, you don't have Eli Elkins anymore, who's you know, tied in as, as done for the year. So, you know, we're going to look different this game, and there's no question that science hill is going to look different just based off what they're doing schematically on offense, what they've changed to, to find success, but also their defense. They had a, they've got a couple guys back from injury that they didn't have when we played them earlier in the year. Um, that's certainly helping them out, they're playing with a lot of confidence.
1: Well, Coach, i tell you, talk about always chasing balance. Uh, Probably the Science Hill matchup earlier in the year, one of the more balanced situations all season long. You had 68 total plays for 414, but that was 201 on the ground and 213 through the air. Uh, I think that's always the incentive to try to stay balanced. Uh, But like you said, uh, both teams look extremely difficult. And this second matchup is at Skeeter Shield Stadium. you you got to love getting a hot team at your place Uh, to try to neutralize the heat
3: yeah we love playing at home playing in the playoffs and playing at home uh, we think it's an advantage you know I mean we certainly don't feel like that when we go on the road Uh, we don't feel like it's a disadvantage but certainly coming to Maribel might be something different so uh, we're enjoying being at home and and uh, you know this will win or lose this will be our last home game of the season and so I'm really hoping that our seniors uh, you know finish their home careers on the right foot
1: coach talk about uh, that final home game I I feel like as the playoffs have kind of progressed uh the the rebel faithful as we call them uh they show up each and every week they're really loud they're really proud and they've uh, I, I do think they create a home field advantage for this football team uh what does that meant to your team as you've kind of uh, found your identity and found your groove here in the postseason
3: yeah i mean that's been huge for us obviously um and you mentioned it trying to find i feel like we've had to find a new identity every single week this season you know you're trying to press the right buttons you're trying to find out what each what each player does well so that not only can they have success, but our team can have success. And that's been really difficult. But, you know, and then when you have injuries, you kind of have to re- hit the reset button and do it all over again, you know, for the collective group. So, we're, you know, we're continuing to find, to find that guys are willing to step up. You know, Jonah Arms, a sophomore, has been, you know, basically thrown into the fire the last three games and has done a great job you know we we have um you know basically asked him to grow up quickly you know price davis has come and played a big role in that you know we've had some receivers step up you know i think jack kirby's playing his best football here of late obviously you know uh, dj gillen's had a huge game in the first round of the playoffs and, and so we need that we need more explosive plays out of him without having to know a who was who had been explosive for us all year so it's not been uh you know it's not been easy but uh we're trying to, like you said we're trying to on a new identity again and and hopefully we can uh, you know we can Manage some
1: success, and coach. I, I know it's going to be uh it, it will be because of the great preparation that happens this week, and, and I know that that's going to be there for the Red Rebels. But uh, we don't want to take any more time away from that. Uh, uh, we want you to be uh, have all those minutes uh, available for that. But we always want to appreciate uh, the time you put into this this quick interview each and every week.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you so much.
1: Well, let's go get them and uh, and move just one step closer to Chattanooga. But uh, let's get it done here this weekend.
3: We'll do our best. All
1: right. That's been the Coach Derek Hunt interview right here on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Let's take us a break, uh, listen to some fine sponsors, and when we come back, more uh, pregame information right here from Skeeter Shield Stadium. You're listening to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
4: You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks. With Kitchen Tune-Up, locally and family-owned, Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops and backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at KitchenTuneUp.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School football. Ball.
1: Welcome back to the Kitchen Tuna pregame show, right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz. and uh, and Ben, we're uh, just just under 11 minutes till kickoff here of the Twin City Certified and Marable game of the week. But uh, uh, the Marching Red Rebels are out there uh, on the on the field. They're about to do the national anthem, and uh, man, it's 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 another great night of football.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to see this. This is going to be this is going to be an exciting game with. Uh, You know, Tyler Moon facing up against this defense.
1: Yeah, I I think Tyler Moon is is obviously the X factor, but I think it'll be interesting how we plan to stop uh, Tyler Moon. But ultimately what they, they plan to do is their second option. Uh, should we be successful? So that, I think that's going to be the big tale. Uh, kind of waiting to see the, the national anthem here, but uh, but Ben uh, got uh, a little update. Uh, Mr. Chris Hips, uh, he's probably listening, uh, but he is on vacation this week, and we've brought in a ringer on the sideline. It is Mr. Jude Ellison. If you're if you followed Rebel Radio since uh, basically its return in 2019, uh, Jude Ellison, the uh, original, the OG uh, color commentator here uh, on Rebel Radio, and he he'll take his spot on the sideline here tonight a sophomore at the University of Tennessee and uh, having a really good time sports has really turned up a tick since Jude got there and I don't I don't think that's a coincidence
2: yeah he's a legend as soon as we got through the gate I mean he was getting hellos and uh, hugs from everybody
1: yeah and and in typical Jude fashion uh, his fashion of sorts he has a Tennessee toboggan he has a Texas Rangers jacket and he has a Maryville sweatshirt Really, he's he's very diverse in his uh, in his style here tonight. I love it. Staying loyal to your teams. Uh, all the rebel faithful continue to fall in. and It's amazing uh, to see. There's there's uh, there's fat heads of players' faces. Uh, there's signs with lights on them. Uh, there's a lot of earmuffs and toboggans. I think there's there's as many a different varieties of those as you'll ever see. Uh, but uh, as we quickly, I think we're going to jump down. And uh, and see if we're about to have the national anthem. Looks like the cheerleaders are carrying out the paper. Uh, but Ben, uh, talk about uh, what what this postseasons look like for the Red Rebels. To this point, they've had a ton of success on defense and really been opportunistic to push some some short fields back to the offense. Is that how they win here tonight? Or
2: yep. absolutely. Uh, they. You know, obviously, you've got to you got to take into consideration how Science Hill is going to go about running the football. 911 passing yards on the season compared to 3,138 yards rushing, and it's not only Tyler Moon who does it. Let's not forget, Micah Dukes had 108 yards rushing last week against Farragut.
1: Yeah, I think they've got a lot of different ways they do things. But as we have promised, uh, here's your national anthem. Thank you. It's football time in Maryville. Beautiful rendition of our national anthem provided by uh, the Marching Red Rebels, uh, our band here at Maryville High School. Beautiful, Ben. Yeah, plenty of veterans
2: in the stands saluting during the national anthem as well, so shout-out to all you veterans out there.
1: Yeah, and quickly we'll get through the rest of this kitchen tune-up pregame show. A lot to get to before kickoff. Uh, first off, uh, it's going to be the lights are off here as the team comes in front of the The homestands, we'll talk about the starters for your Red Rebels as they march in a sea of red, the end zones highlighted in white. It's going to be on defense, the defensive front, Caleb Graham, Frankie Diaz, and Jason Manneker. The linebacking core of Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, Brandon Husky, and Isaiah French. The backfield will be Cannon Johnson, Hutton Jones, Zeke McCoy, and Drew Wallace. The specialist, punter, place kicker, Corbin Price, long snapper, Peyton Cooper, and holder, Caleb Dunford, and on offense, the tackles, Alex Boyd and Blake Heckman, the guards, Jay Adams and Houston Rattledge, and the center, Mr. Cal Grubbs, the receiving core, Zeke McCoy, Caleb Dunford, and D.J. Gillins. Running back, Gage Ledoux, fullback tied in Jonah Arms quarterback Matthew Clemmer and your Rebels are coached by Derek Hunt yeah just to spotlight one player you mentioned old B Husky Brandon Husky
2: had six tackles three for a loss and one sack against Morristown East and then he had
1: eight tackles against Bearden well, and, and, you know, I, I think it's a, it's going to take a group effort to slow down Science Hill and Tyler Moon, uh, the self-proclaimed Xbox or video game character. We're going to try to have to find that cheat code. But uh, I think we've got to talk Keys to the to, keys to Victory. Uh, again, early this week we were able to uh, get a little contact from Mr. Chris Hibbs. Hippies Keys to Victory are a thing that have to be around, and so as he's listening in Atlanta traffic, uh, his keys to victory are control Tyler Moon, get a fast start by the Rebel offense, and run the ball. I'm with Hippie.
2: Number one, no sweeping in the house with a full moon on the field. Let's not forget about that West game, Wayne. Braden Latham did the sweep, and he ran for 236 yards and four touchdowns, you know, Uh, Maribel's playing good defense, though, right now on third down. We're four for 18 on third down, one of four on fourth down. Number two, this one might throw you off a little bit, but if you're going to kick it, kick it off to the Duke truck or kick it to Jeff Weaver's yard. Tyler Moon not only runs the football well behind the quarterback, he runs it well on kickoff. 17 kick returns for 602 yards and two touchdowns. And lastly, fine balance to help the gauge factor. We were only 60 yards passing against Bearden to 220 yards rushing. Coach Hunt wants to see more like what we saw in September, 201 yards passing to 201 yards rushing. Wayne, if we can do that, we can get gauge higher than 200 yards rushing. We can get some big yardage tonight for the Red Rebels.
1: Well, and I think it's going to take that. Uh, as they break through a, a banner there tonight that said, Uh, The Rebels are not to be stopped. We're just another hill on the way to the top. I like that signage. But as we kick it down to our sideline reporter, Jude Ellison. Jude, what do the Red Rebels have to do tonight to get this victory?
5: Hey, guys, Jude here. I think one of the keys to victory tonight is going to be controlling the run game for Science Hill. I think the defense, specifically Jason Mandiker, is really going to need to step up for us. And then on the opposite side of the ball, I think we really got to control the line of scrimmage on the O-line. And, uh, and pound the ball away and hopefully get into the end zone quite a few times this week. Jude, uh, always a pleasure to have you back on the mic. Uh, stay warm down
1: there and uh, like the Tennessee beanie. It really helps me find you, buddy. Will do. Glad to. He's
2: a seasoned veteran, Wayne. It's going to come down to that line
1: of scrimmage tonight. Yeah, he, he knows this football was able to see a 2019 state champion. Uh, Duke Jude and I called 28 straight games before we ever saw the Red Rebels lose. That's a wow. that's a stat to to put to put on your uh, your uh, your eulogy right there. But uh, Ben, uh, again, a great group of sponsors here for Rebel Radio. Just under two and a half minutes to go till kickoff. Uh, Twin City Certified in Maryville, obviously your game of the week sponsor all year long. Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon. Great sponsors each and every week. Pistol Creek Eats provided uh, some of their pulled pork nachos, uh, chicken, barbecue chicken sandwiches, and pork barbecue sandwiches. Uh, they're at Hop Brewery tonight in town. Uh, so if you want good barbecue, swing by there, pick it up, take it home. It would be great listening to, listening to the Duke.
6: Yeah,
2: and I'm a very... Picky eater when it comes to uh, pulled pork nachos, and those are the best that I've ever had. I can honestly say those are the best nachos I've ever had.
1: Ditto. Uh, Painter One, they're your halftime sponsor. Kitchen Tune-Up is bringing you this very pregame show, 95.7 Duke FM, our radio home, and also the sponsor of our postgame show. Dwight Price of Realty Executives will bring you first downs here tonight. Common Sense Pest Control is uh, is sponsoring Corbin Price's foot as uh, it's their kickoff sponsor. Uh, common or El Himidor Mexican Grill will call the touchdowns here tonight. The Huddleston Law Firm is your red zone sponsor. Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage will give you timeouts. Smoky Mountain Act. Axe House is the player of the game sponsor, and your scoreboard will be moving by way of Denzo Manufacturing. Wayne,
2: me, Aaron, and the kids went to Smoky Mountain Axe House. If you're looking for a fun evening with your family,
1: Smoky Mountain Axe House is the place to be. As we're nearing a minute till kickoff, the captains have met at midfield and have uh, done the coin flip. For Science Hill, it was Devin Medina, number 42, Tyler Moon, number 5, Kellen Hensley, number 53, and Ben O'Daniel, number 48. For for the Red Rebels, it was number 54, Cal Grubbs, number 8, Cannon Johnson, number 44, Peyton Cooper, and number 93, Zeke going Uh, looks like science hill did win the toss wants the football trying to set the tone here at maryville high school quick uniform combo rebels in their home black uniforms red and white stripes on either side of the pants and shoulders traditional black rebel helmet with red rebel script science hill comes into tonight in their road white jerseys maroon and yellow stripes on either shoulder and the yellow football pants maroon double stripes on either side, traditional maroon helmet with interlocking SH and a yellow face mask. So it looks like deep for Science Hill will be Tyler Moon. And there, uh, the, the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show has come to an end. Now it's time for kickoff here from Maryville High School in the Twin City Certified Game of the Week.
2: Circle Devin Medina's name on your program. 80 tackles this season for Science Hill. One interception, eight for a loss, two and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, and one fumble recovery.
1: Yeah, Tyler Moon is the deep man, but I would not suspect him immediately to get this football. I'm looking at the up men here. Uh, looks like number three, possibly Kendall Bumpus uh, is, is one of the up men. Uh, number seven uh, looks to be Carter Nelson. And then number two it's going to be Stephen Vermeion. Corbin Price is going to approach. The kick is away, and it's football time in Maribel. Tyler Moon will return this from the five. He's going to get across the 10, cross 15, 20, and he's going to be stoved up at the 20 and dropped at the 21-yard line. That's where Science Hill will take over.
2: He tried to make a cut back towards the center of the field and got tripped up a little bit by Famoy and his
1: own guy. And I think that speaks to the uh, lack of scared uh, on part of the Red Rebels as they went right at Tyler Moon on the first kick. It's going to be number 11. Uh, Jason Swartz will be the quarterback for Science Hill. He'll have Moon to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. It's going to be in shotgun. He'll take the snap. Hands it to Tyler Moon. He's going to get left now, back right. And he's going to be Peyton Cooper at the line, in the hole. 44 drives him backwards.
2: Frankie Diaz did a really good job to close out the edge there, not let him go to the sidelines. He tries to come up the middle of the field. Peyton Cooper's there with the support of some other
1: backers to take him down. They're going to say two-yard pickup on the forward progress. It's going to be second and eight. Going to see a split-back shotgun
2: formation type of offense tonight from Stacy Carter, the head coach. He's in his 13th season
1: as head coach for the Hilltoppers. Quick whistle by the back judge, and I don't know if it's a uniform malfunction, uh, but it looks like they're going to check out number two, Femoyan, and they're going to check in number 17, Josiah McGann. Like you said, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Moon stays in that right hip pocket. Swartz with the snap, fakes the handoff, keeps the football, and he is going to be tripped up and dropped. That's number eleven for the Red Rebels. That's Isaiah French with the shoestring tackle.
2: Yeah, he tried to go, he tried to cut towards the Marable sidelines. Isaiah French just breaks down perfectly, reaches that big paw out
1: and trap and wraps him up, throws him down to the ground. McGann quickly out and number two for Moyen quickly in. Schwartz going to stay in shotgun. He'll move Moon to his left. Moon's going to go out in the flat. Schwartz is going to take it, and he is going to be upended and dropped about a half-yard gain, but, well, short of a first down, it's going to bring up fourth down and long.
2: Nowhere to go on the outsides. They, they press on the outsides. They're running a press coverage, and he's forced to go up and face those linebackers, and that time, Richie
1: Richmond right there to make the tackle. Quickly, three quick downs, 10-34 uh, to play here in this first quarter, and number 12 for Science Hill will be in pump formation. Cole Rasou and uh, and they went right at the teeth of this defense, kind of surprised by Coach uh, Coach Stacy Carter's approach, going to kick, and it is going to be blocked. It is going to be blocked at the 10, rolls to the 5. Science Hill tries to fall on it, and they're going to give the Red Rebels amazing field position at the Science Hill four-yard line. Huge play by this special teams unit and sets up the Rebels first and in goal inside the Huddleston Law Firm Red Zone. The man maker gets in the backfield unscathed and blocks that punt. I'll tell you, if you're watching on NFHS, you didn't know who was going to block it, but there was three back there, so it was it was going to go the other way and just had to wait on whose hand touched it. But, yeah, the man maker, uh, I think he was the one that got it. Quickly, Gage Ledoux is going to be in wildcat formation. He's going to take the snap, little stutter step. He's going to go right. He's going to get through the leg tackles, and he is going to pile ahead forward. We're going to give him the two-yard line. It's going to be second and goal, pick up of two there for Gage. Counterplay, Gage Ledoux tries to cut back near the goal stripe, and he's taken down by number three, Kendall Bumpus. Did a really good job in ball security, and he's going to stay in the Rhino package as he's going to split out wide, D.J. Gillens. He's going to go straight ahead, forward, and untouched into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Gage Ledoux just has a massive hole there by his offensive lineman. He crosses the game stripe for six. Yeah, Gage, again, in that rhino package, they know what's coming, but they couldn't stop it. Untouched into the end zone, Maribel now leads 6-0 as the Denzo scoreboard has changed. Corbin Price will look to tee up this extra point. 9.45 to play here in the first quarter of this quarterfinal matchup. Rebels on top, 6-0. Dunford to hold, the hold is down, the kick is up and the kick is good, and with that kick, Mr. Metz, Corbin Price becomes the first person in Maryville High School history to score 300 points. That's an amazing accolade, and write that down. Corbin Price, the first 300-point scorer in Maryville High School history. What an excellent accomplishment for that young man. Yeah, great for him, and, and again, he's been battle-tested this year. He's, he's had to attempt a lot of long-field goals, but again, Corbin Price, first player uh, to 300 points here at Maryville High School. But he is going to kick away this uh this... Ensuing kickoff, uh, that's going to be a common sense pest control kickoff. It looks like deep again will be Tyler Moon. So Corbin approaches, kicks it away, and again kicks straight at Tyler Moon. He's going to take it at the one. It's going to—he's going to fumble it into the end zone, and maybe the best thing that could have happened for him. It's going to go out of the end zone, touchback, and uh, again they'll come out to the 20-yard line.
2: So nice kick by Corbin towards the
1: corner of the end zone there, and uh, just a tough ball to catch. Well, it had like a little side spin going on it, and it was in the corner here down close to the student section, and I think he looked downfield to see where his lanes were going to be. When he looked up, he caught it in the lights. It's going to be Schwartz quickly back. No, they're going to have Tyler Moon in like a little wildcat with a stack set, one receiver to the left and right. He's going to quickly hand it to his teammate, and Manneker is in the backfield, and he drives number one, Micah Dukes, into the turf. They're going to say a two-yard loss. But he's laying on the 10-yard line. They're bringing
2: five or six linemen. They're muddying the box. They've got they've got the ends pressed,
1: and that allows for a lot of movement for Jason Manneker. He gets in the backfield and just blows him up. So Moon is running like a, a Wildcat quarterback, and he's got Dukes. I'm trying to get the other number that's back there with him, a bigger back. Looks like number 23, that's Javin Chester. They're going to quickly, no, Moon's going to keep it, fakes the handoff, and he's going to get low and push ahead forward. Pick up of maybe a long four there. It's going to bring up third and seven. Little uh, fake there on the handoff, keeps it himself, and
2: tries to go up the left hash mark, and uh, number 43 makes the tackle.
1: 8.45 8:45 to play here in the first quarter. Rebels lead seven to nothing, and a quick uh, a special teams blocked punt uh, by the Red Rebels, and a quick score on a Rhino package by Gage Ledoux. Looks like Schwartz back into the football game. He's going to try to flip it out to to Tyler Moon. He's going to a little juke and job, and he's going to be near the first down mark. They're going to give it to him. They're going to say just past the 30 yard line. Nice pickup there uh, by Tyler Moon. Long seven yard, eight yard pickup and uh, it's going to move the sticks for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, that play was designed in the flat
2: for Moon. They had two deep routes on the outside. It opened up the flat there. Tyler Moon gets the ball.
1: Cannon Johnson makes a nice tackle. Swartz going to take the shotgun snap again. Again, real quick play, and they're going to hand it to Dukes, and he's just going to be met by Isaiah French, Jason Manneker. And uh, I'm trying to see who that last one was. That's going to be Brandon Husky, probably the first guy to make contact. Nothing going between the tackles, just gummed up by the defense. Uh, really not? No, yeah, I think they're averaging probably tonight uh, maybe a yard, yard and a half between the box, that Tyler Moon flip out, uh, the only successful pass here tonight. Swartz going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Moon. No, he's going to keep it. And that's uh, maybe the third time Schwartz has kept it tonight. And same result, couple-yard pickup. And a lot of damage.
2: Does a fake there and goes up the middle of the field and guess who it is? It's the rich kid again. Rich Jacob Richmond gets in there, and makes a nice tackle.
1: Richie Richmond, third and eight, upcoming. As uh, again, Science Hill going left to right here on Jim Rimfro Field. Seven twenty-one to play. Rebels up seven to nothing. Swartz will have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Moon out in the flat. He's going to pitch it out to him. I think it was deflected, but it quickly gets to Moon. And Moon is going to get it, get ahead forward, cross the 35-yard line. But short of the sticks, it's going to bring up, looks like, fourth and fourth and six. And I believe this is pump formation.
2: Looked like the same play they tried to run on third down on the previous Series there, they throw it out in the flat to the opposite side. This time, not fooled is the Frenchman
1: Isaiah French there to make the tackle. So Coach Carter delays the punt unit heading out there. I don't know if you think about uh, it's fourth and six, so an offside penalty doesn't fully get you the first down. I think that was the game changer.
2: You can tell early in this game these linebackers have
1: been watching that film that Peyton Cooper was talking about. Science Hill and pump formation number twelve will kick it away. A little floater, it's going to be fair caught by Jax Kirby, and he takes it at the Rebel 33-yard line. That's where the Rebel offense will come out first and ten with their seven-point cushion.
2: They continue to show resiliency on third down. Uh, right now the
1: Hilltoppers only one of three on third downs. And really uh, not not a whole lot of dimensions right now. One little flat pass, or two little flat passes, my apologies. But the Rebel's out on offense. Matthew Clemmer making his first snap of the night. Limmer's going to take a shotgun snap, a little hard count, going to have a stack set to the left, Jax Kirby to the right, Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. They're going to look to the sideline, flips Gage to the right, and he's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux, stutter step, he's going to get free, he's going to get clear, gets across the 45 and drags a couple Hilltoppers near midfield. They're going to give him the 50, that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, 15-yard pickup there for Gage Ledoux. Had a stacked formation there.
2: You knew it was coming to him. He shakes off a couple defenders and ends up getting a Dwight Price first
1: down for us. Correction, 17 yards for number seven there for the Red Rebels. First and 10, again going right to left here on Jim Renfro, headed toward the high school. They're going to flip out DJ Gillen, Zeke McCoy to the left, two receivers to the right. And Clemmer and shotgun. He takes it, quickly gets it out, gets it to number one. That's going to be Price Davis, and he's going to get upfield, get what he can get, pick up of a couple. It's going to be second and seven. Had some good blocking over there on that pass out in the
2: flat before he was eventually taken down by number 48, Ben O'Daniel.
1: 5.38 to play here in the first, to nothing in favor of your Red Rebels. Looks like going to have trips to the left. It's going to be Jax Kirby, Zeke McCoy, DJ Gillins to the left. And up high looks to be, that's going to be Jonah Arms. Puts Jonah in motion right to left. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun. Takes the snap. Wants to throw. He's going to get it to DJ Gillins. Got a blocker. Then the speedster. Can he get free? Little turf monster action, but not before. He picks up the needed yardage and he'll move the sticks down to the science hill 39. That's Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. I love that play
2: call. You got trips to the left there. You got Zeke McCoy. You got Jax Kirby over there. DJ runs a little bubble route. He's got two blockers there. See if he can get some big yardage. If he didn't trip over the turf
1: there, Wayne, he might have he might have had six. Under five to play in the speedster, tucked in behind the blocker and got the yard to gain. Going to move Gage into motion left to right. They're going to flip it out in the flat. That's D.J. Gillens again. He's getting free, 35, 30, 25, and he is going to rumble down to the Science Hill 21-yard line. That's where he'll be ushered out of bounds, but not before another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
2: Very similar formation as the previous play. This time you go out to the side, towards the Science Hill sideline. Gage Ledoux does a lot of dirty work there,
1: and Emmett Watson eventually takes down the running back. And they quickly pushing tempo here against the Hilltoppers. Clemmer checking the play at the line of scrimmage. Uh, again, big stack set to the left. Jax Kirby to the right. Gage Ledoux to Clemmer's left hip pocket. They're going to hand it to, to Gage Ledoux. He's going to be met in the hole. And for the first time tonight, driven backwards. He'll lose a couple. Uh, that's a nice defensive stand there by Science Hill. Second and 12.
2: Yeah, that play right there. Gage Ledoux tries to run up in between the teeth of the defensive line. And uh, that play just... Was about as useless as a trapdoor in a canoe.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it just it just didn't play well with others. As uh, as Gage Ledoux uh, right there, he's been the powerhouse here tonight, and and I think at that time uh, the the stars aligned to try to slow down number seven. It's going to be Clemmer's going to quickly push Gage Ledoux out. Uh, he's going to be to the left side of this formation. He'll go in motion, right to left. Gonna have D.J. Gillins in the backfield with uh, Matthew Clemmer. He's gonna take the snap low, hands it to Gillins. He's gonna to try to get wide. He does, and he is gonna slip up and fall at the 27-yard line. Had a lot to do there. Uh, just uh, just couldn't get ahead forward. He's gonna lose a couple more yards. It'll be third. See once they set it, it's gonna be third and. Uh, I think that's gonna be third and 15. Yeah, I was surprised he got out towards the sidelines. The first defender in the backfield was number four, Jacob
2: Julian. He missed the tackle and eventually taken down by number 21, Zef Fegyak.
1: Third and 15, two receivers to the left, two to the right. Klemmer again in shotgun formation with Gage Ledoux in his left hip pocket. Again, long third down, probably two downs to do it. As looks like he's going to look to throw it. He's going to have to clear the pocket. He does gain some traffic, and Clemmer's just running around. Can he get rid of it? And he can't, and he is going to be tackled at the 35-yard line. Huge loss there, and just looking downfield, trying to find a place to throw it, and nothing doing, and he's going to take a big loss. And, and Ben, I think you got to go for it still. Yeah, I think you're right.
2: Uh, That play was designed for Jax Kirby down the left sideline there. He does a comeback route past Stephen Fahmoyan. It was there for Moyan, had a little bit of cushion on him. Um, I don't think uh, I don't Clemmer was too comfortable with throwing it with that close of
1: coverage. Here, here's what I think is going to happen here. I think they're lining up as if they're going to go for it, and then I think Clemmer uh, will drop back and do the quick kick and. Hey, I'm one for one, and he's going to kick it away. Nice little end over end. Can we get down there? And it's going to roll overhanded. I think he may have flipped it out in the field, but they're going to say over the line. It's going to be a touchback, and the Hilltoppers turn back the Rebels first time tonight. They'll get the football at the 20-yard line. If it crossed the plane, it crossed it by a hair. Yeah, good effort by the by the hands team to get down there, try to keep it in play, uh, but just went across the goal line. 2:21 to play. Uh, Science Hill brings their offense back down down a score. Merivale leads seven to nothing. Uh, but again, a nice adjustment there by Science Hill. Ten offensive plays and Science Hill only has 12 rushing yards successful right now for the defense. Just keep on on hammering away. They're going to put some motion, and it's going to be Tyler Moon. Direct snap, and he's going to go left. Tries to get wide. He does, and he is going to slide down about the 29-yard line, and that's where they're going to say he's down. That's going to be short the first down, but it'll be second and one. Yeah, they run a stacked formation, and then they get they get Moon gets to the
2: outside before he's eventually taken down by John Gittrew, number 18, the sophomore.
1: Looks like Moon's going to continue to run this this Wildcat quarterback. He's going to have one. He's going to have Dukes to his left, and he's going to have, again, a little stacked jumbo set left and right. He's going to quickly fake the handoff to Dukes and try to get the first down, and I think he's mad at the line of scrimmage. I'm going to say no game, but we'll wait for the spot. Yeah, nothing there. He gets held up by the defensive line, gets pushed back, but they're going to give him the first down, it looks like. Yeah, he must have pushed the face mask across the line to gain, but uh, uh, they're going to give him the first down fresh set for Moon and the boys as uh, Science Hills on the march. Yeah, that previous play earlier, that was number 18, Drew Wallace on the tackle. Moon stays in at quarterback. He's going to take a shotgun snap. He's actually going to give the handoff to Dukes. Dukes going to try to get right, and he is going to get down as he quickly picks up about a yard, yard and a half. It's going to bring up second and eight. Plenty of
2: Rebels over there. Peyton Cooper breaks down. Isaiah French makes his way over there towards the right hash
1: mark to take him down for short gainage for second down. Under a minute to play here in the first quarter. Rebels lead seven to nothing. Science Hill with the football moving left to right going to be moon and shotgun he takes the snap a little straight away he's going to keep it himself bowl over uh his left uh guard and he's going to try to pick up one gets across the 35 yard line and it'll be third down third down in about about five and a half
2: just tries to run in between the a gap there maddox stott's there jacob ritchie richmond's there nothing's
1: nothing's working there in between the tackles Looks like under 20 to play, 20 seconds to play here in the first quarter. And, again, Rebels lead 7 to nothing. And we'll see if they try to get a playoff here to end the first quarter of play.
2: Just trying to follow that number 53, Kellen Hensley, that center. He's attended some camps at Clemson. Um, so they're just trying to follow him on those runs.
1: Yeah, looks like the they're going to be happy just to let the quarter come to a close. And at the end of one, your Rebels lead the Science Hill Hilltoppers here at home seven to nothing. Let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, second quarter action from the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. We'll be right back.
7: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a 1st First
0: down to a touchdown. From the Hep Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, ninety-five point seven Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football.
1: And welcome back to Rebel Radio, ninety-five point seven Duke FM. Let's kick it down to our sideline reporter, Jude. What's the beat on the sideline? Great defense. And, uh, again, offense just sputtering there in the second series.
5: Hey, guys, ever since that uh, blocked punt, this Maryville sideline has just been really energized, uh, very contrastingly to the Science Hill sideline, who just doesn't seem to have a lot of energy. seems like the second they stepped off the bus, the energy from Maryville just was unmatched. Thanks, Jude. We'll come back in the second. Going to be Swartz is going to
1: roll the pocket. He's going to quickly hand it off. He's going to bounce off some defenders and looks like Moon is going to get the first down and then some. He's going to get across the Science Hill 45 up to the 46. It'll be a first down toppers. Yeah, he tried
2: to get to the sideline. Hutton Jones did a good job pushing him back towards Jacob Richmond, who finished
1: him off. Yeah, talk about first quarter stats as they look to the sideline. Science Hill 14 plays, 13 yards of offense. Red Rebels nine plays thirty-six yards of offense. Defensive battle right now. Looks like in shotgun formation, it's going to be it's going to be Moon, and he is going to go off left tackle. Thought he had some room to go, and Peyton Cooper just bear hugs him and drives him to the turf.
2: Yeah, it wasn't only Peyton Cooper; it was our boy Brandon Husky right there getting in the backfield. They're just getting in between those tackles with ease right now.
1: Yeah, really inside the tackle box, and nothing much doing. 13 rushes for only three yards. 11 minutes to go here in the second quarter. Tyler Moon will stay at the shotgun. He is going to fake the handoff. He's going to keep it. Goes right, thinks back left, and he's going to be piled up again. Got a half yard the first play. Lost a whole yard this time. It's going to be third and 11. Getting behind that offensive line with ease right now. Yeah, I think you just got to continue to push. Tyler Moon trying to carry the Science Hill squad uh, all the way here tonight so far at multiple positions, uh, mul- multiple different ways. But look like Schwartz is back in, possible throw situation here. He's going to take a three, five-step drop, rolls the pocket to the left. He's going to be harassed by Manneker. Manneker's going to miss, and then he's going to take off on foot. And Jacob ritchie Richmond is going to strip the football. Let's see if they give it to the Rebels and they're going to say they're going to say schwartz was down but again a handsy bunch and it is going to what did they do they just turned it back Ben. looks like maybe he pointed in the wrong direction and it's rebels football yes yeah, science Hill has 16 fumbles
2: on the rush this season so though they do run in a lot they they do have a tendency to
1: fumble the football quite a bit if you're listening and you think i'm confused You'd be right. He pointed the wrong direction, but first and ten Red Rebels as they're inside Science Hill territory at the topper 46-yard line, going left to right. I think he said, you go that way, I go that way. I think that's what he was meaning, Ben. But Clemmer's going to stay in shotgun, kicks two receivers to the right, one to the left. Left, Gage to his right. Going to move DJ into motion and hands it off to Gage Ledoux. He's going to try to get right, and he's going to bounce off some hilltoppers. And what should have been a two-yard loss, bin ends up being a five-yard gain. Shakes off Gavin Taylor, the sophomore, and eventually gets taken down near the 40-yard line. Check it, four-yard gain for Gage Ledoux. It'll be second and six as they move left to right. Again, if you're just joining us, Rebels lead seven to nothing. A blocked punt turns Gage Ledoux, wildcat touchdown. That's how we get to this score. Showing man coverage with Jax Kirby on the outside. It's going to be two receivers to the right, none to the left. They'll have Jonah Arms stacked off left tackle. Now he's going to be true tight in. Going to have Gage Ledoux to his right pit pocket. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. Hands off to Gage Ledoux. He gets left. He gets wide. He gets across the 40. And he's going to get out of bounds as that's where he'll come. uh, He'll stop there, pick up of two, maybe three, and it'll be third and four.
2: Baylor necessary in on the tackle. Also number three, Kendall Bumpus. Baylor is the leading tackler for the Science Hill Hilltoppers this season.
1: 9:21 to play here in the second quarter. Looks like they're going to check out. Uh, They're going to check out tight end, and they're going to check in Cannon Johnson. little X there as they're going to have DJ and Cannon to one side. Jax Kirby to the left. Clemmer looks to the sideline. Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. He'll be in shotgun. He takes the snap. Hands it to Gage Ledoux. Straight away, he's going to go behind his blocker. Spin move. Picks up about a yard, yard and a half. And it's going to be fourth and two uh, next time they snap it. And ben, uh, Being at the, uh, the Science Hill 38-yard line, I think this is a no-brainer. you got to go.
2: Yeah, I'd like to see him go, um, but with that seven-point lead, you might see Clemmer try to pooch and get that good field position again.
1: We'll see. looks like they're going to check in. Uh, 96. Again, don't have a 96 on our roster, but, uh, again, maybe uh, one to check. Oh, check that. Oh, it's 96. It's going to be Clemmer with Gage to his right, hip pocket two receivers to the right. They're just going to hand it to Gage. Gage going to go right behind his blockers. He's going to push the ball. He's going to get half what he needed, but not the full two. And Science Hill will stand them up and turn over the Red Rebels. They'll take over at their own 37-yard line. Uh, I like the way Gage was running, just really cut the legs out of the lead blocker, and Gage had nowhere to go.
2: Yeah, and Baylor necessary on the opposite side of the football played that really well. He's kind of the version of the uh, Peyton Cooper for us. I mean, the guy has 111 tackles
1: a pick and two forced fumbles on the season. 8.28 to play in Science Hill, maybe with their best starting field position of the night going to be Schwartz and shotgun. He'll have two backers with him. He's going to hand it to Dukes. No, he's going to keep it. Now he flips it out in the flat. That's going to be Mr. Moon, and Moon is going to be met, stopped, and dropped. I think that was Richie Richmond. Now they're going to say Peyton was the hit.
2: Yeah, Peyton Cooper drops down in the backfield initially, breaks down perfectly. Tyler Moon just makes a nice cut towards the sidelines to get past him. Peyton doesn't give up. He gets over there and
1: makes a nice tackle. It's going to be second and a long three, and they're going to quickly hand it to Dukes. And Dukes is going to be met uh, near the, origi- the line of scrimmage, and he's going to pick up maybe a half yard. It's going to bring up third and three. Oh, <laughs> trying to run up the middle of the field there, you better keep your mouthpiece in. Yeah, it's uh, it's been tough sledding for both squads there in between the tackles, uh, but that doesn't keep them from going right back to it. Nice tackle by Jason Manneker. Swartz will stay at the the quarterback position. He'll have Moon and Dukes in the backfield. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Dukes. Rolls the pocket to the right. He's going to be harassed by Jacob Richmond. Jacob Richmond just on the outside. And Swartz is going to get past the line to gain, Pick up a first down for Science Hill and slide down at their own 48. Swartz
2: using that speed as he got towards the sideline. Richie Richmond gets out there. I think if, if you ask him, he'd like to just break down and maybe... Watch him move a little bit before he made that cut. He made that cut, and he was able to convert the first down.
1: Well, and and Jacob did a good job. Had to commit at some time to try to make the tackle. Swartz going to take the shotgun snap again. I'm going to look a little option play, and 23 is going to get the pitch, and he's going to get ahead forward. They're going to say he steps out of bounds at midfield at the 50-yard line, and number 23, Javin Chester, is going to pick up a couple there on first down. Yeah, opposite side of the ball,
2: number 23, Ty Elder. The Elder Statesman reads that perfectly, comes back out of that
1: third tier and gets down in the backfield, only allows him to get some short yardage. 7:01 to play here in the second quarter. Again, Swartz and Science Hill on the move. Swartz going to run the pitch play. He's going to quickly flip it out in the flat. That's going to be the Dukes. And Duke's just going to continue to stretch the play and pick up the necessary yardage. Needed eight, got nine. So it'll be another first down Science Hill inside Rebel territory down to the Rebel 41-yard line.
2: Had the backers pressing so he could get to that third level quickly. Good job by Cannon Johnson to, to, to force him out of bounds there.
1: One receiver left, one receiver right. They'll have Chester, and they'll have Moon in the backfield. Moon with the football. He's going to get free. He's going to get past the first guy, second guy. He's got some room. Ty Elder, the last guy to make the play, and he can't get him. And Tyler Moon will get into the end zone. Touchdown, Science Hill. Ran that press coverage
2: again on the counter play. He's able to get to that right hash mark, get to the outside and escape a couple tackles to get the touchdown for the Hilltoppers.
1: Tyler Moon at full gallop is is something to watch, and at that point he got in open space. Give credit for good angles, uh, but just unable to get the finish there. Six and a half to play, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed here in the first half. Seven to six, your Rebel lead. It's like number 83 for Science Hill. That's going to be Max Teron as he's going to look to kick this extra point and tie us up. He's going to kick it away. The kick is up. And the kick is good and been a new football game as it's tied seven apiece with six and a half to play here in the second quarter.
2: Yeah, unfortunate to uh you know that we we know the he's named himself the video game, so Right there, you see some elusive escapability on that counterplay as he's able to escape a couple tackles and get to the sideline run for a touchdown.
1: 41-yard rumble there for Tyler Moon. That was a six-play, 63-yard, minute 58, time of possession drop for Science Hill. Again, uh, snap and clear, right? you got to get back on offense and really kind of get back to your game. And looks like uh, for the first time tonight... Uh, the Rebels will be on the receiving end of a kickoff.
2: Yeah, Moons' rushing yards and touchdowns against Farragut are second only to Terry Copeland's 330-yard seven-touchdown eruption against McMinn County in the opening round of the 94 playoff.
1: There's, There's a trivia question down the road. Uh, but looks like the Rebels deep will have uh, Gage Ledoux, D.J. Gillens, and Price Davis. Again, Tehran will kick it away for Science Hill. Number 83, Tehran. he's a junior uh, but, again, a, a pretty successful kicker for the toppers. Yeah, this year he's four for six on field goal. He's, he's hit a 36-yarder this year. They're going to keep it away from Gage Ledoux. It's going to be handled and taken. A loose uh, bobble play there by number 24 Matthew Covert. But he was able to wrangle it in, and the Rebels will uh, will take over, set up shop at their own. I think that's their own 17, 18-yard line. Yep,
2: fumbles the football and able to extend his body and recover it for the Red Rebels.
1: They're going to give him forward to the 19, and uh, they're going to say that's where he was down, just kind of slid the extra couple. Uh, But now they're going to bring Clemmer out and company. It's going to be Price Davis into the football game. He's going to be a receiver. He and Jax Kirby to the close side and uh, looks like uh, D.J. Gillins and Zeke McCoy up high. They're going to put Price in motion. And they're going to fake the handoff to Gage, deliver out in the flat to Price. Price going to try to get upfield, and he is going to be chopped, cut, and dropped by the Science Hill cover man.
2: Yeah, going to pro formation there. Price Davis just goes around towards the Science Hill sidelines on an end around. Throws up, thrown out in the flat, and Jacob Julian, number
1: four, makes the tackle. Yeah, Mariville will be staring down a second and 15 next time snapped. Looks like they're going to check out Price Davis, check in Jonah Arms. Matthew Clemmer will stay in shotgun. He'll have Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. It looks like Clemmer's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Clemmer is going to wait for the snap, take it. He's going to fake the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Now he's going to deliver it to Jax Kirby across the middle. Just a nice little crossing play, and they're going to say forward progress to the 25. That's going to set up third and four. More manageable there for third down.
2: Yeah, I like the play call. You
1: run a five-yard slant route. Eventually, he's taken down by number four, Jacob Julian. I like the timing there. As quickly, as soon as the play the play action was made, he delivered it to Jack Kirby. Expected him to be there, and he was. 5-14 to play here in the second quarter. And, again, checking out, making some moves here. Going to have two receivers left, two to the right. Third and manageable. Going to have Gage Ledoux to his left. And he's going to check the play. Now moves him to his right hip pocket. Clemmer will stand on the hash mark. He's going to try to take the snap. He will. He's going to fake to, uh, to to Gaze Ledoux. And it's going to be too hot intended for Jax Kirby in and out of the hands of the senior receiver. It's going to be incomplete. It'll be fourth and four.
2: Yeah, slant. very similar play as what we saw in the previous play. A quick slant route towards the middle of the field. Um, Ball was right there, just didn't make the catch.
1: Emmett Watson on the coverage. Yeah, Jax Kirby quickly smacks his hands together, knows he, he wanted that one back, uh, but it was laying on the turf. So quickly, pump formation as Corbin Price will uh, back up, a retreat back to his own 10-yard line, and wait on a good snap. Looks like deep for, for uh, Science Hill will be Tyler Moon. And they're going to look to roll it, and and Corbin's going to kick it away from Moon. And it's going to go in the air, take a rebel bounce, and it's going to take a hard ride out of bounds. And they're going to say it uh, it will come to rest at the, the Science Hill 45-yard line going right to left. And that's where Moon and the boys will come back out.
2: Yes, yeah, smart play. Don't want to kick it to Moon, give him that open field to use his speed. They rolls out and just kicks the ball towards the sidelines. And uh, let's rely on our defense
1: that's performed so well this evening. Tyler Moon will be a running back at this play. It'll be he and uh, Dukes. And Schwartz will take the snap, fakes it to Dukes, and now Schwartz gonna keep it himself. He's gonna take off right side and he's gonna slide, give himself up, but not before he picks up nine yards on first down. It'll be second and one. Multiple backs in
2: the backfield, running that RPO. Schwartz decides to keep it, tries to get to the outside, Hutton
1: Jones on the tackle. Schwartz quickly gets him back to the line of scrimmage. He'll take the snap. He's gonna fake the handoff to Dukes. He's gonna flip it to Moon. Moon's gonna get wide. He's gonna bounce off one-two, Red Red Rebels and he is going to come to rest after a pickup of two, and that's going to move the sticks. Uh, Tyler Moon, even on a short game, he makes you work for it. And he may not be a big guy, but he
2: shows his strength right there. He gets the first down, and Cannon Johnson made him
1: pay for it. Well, he makes you commit. Again, his quick twitch makes you make a decision before maybe even you're ready for it. Four minutes to play in the half, seven apiece. Science Hill on the move in Rebel territory. First and 10, Swartz going to take the snap, he hands it to Dukes. Dukes goes right straight ahead, and he's going to pick up a couple. That's going to be second and eight. Tried to run up the left hash mark there. Caleb Graham trips him up. Yeah, he pretty much was stopped at the at the initial line of scrimmage, but he fell forward, Got a couple. Swartz going to continue to have that two-back set. He'll have one receiver to either side stacked up to the right. Swartz and shotgun takes a low snap. Fakes the handoff to Moon. He's going to keep it himself. Tucks back inside. And dosi doe. he gains two, he loses two. And now it's back to third and ten.
2: Good play call from the defensive side of the football. Ty Elder was designed on a blitz there. Comes blitzing from the safety position. Gets in the backfield
1: very little to no yardage for the Hilltoppers. Caius Watts will check in. Brandon Husky will check out. Third and ten. Let's see what they do here. Swartz going to be in shotgun. He takes it. He's going to hand it to number 23. That's going to be, that's going to be Javin Chester. And he's going to be stoved up, stood up, and dropped for a couple. It's going to be fourth and
2: 12. Somebody's back there eating in the backfield. That's 52. Jack Carter gets back
1: there and gets him something to eat. Well, this is Chess well ahead of Checkers. These defensive units go to the sideline and learn things. And that is, uh, they've watched that. They've seen it because they snuffed it out. And with two and a half to play, it's going to be pump formation for number 12, Cole Rasou for the Hilltoppers. He's going to kick this one away. No pressure this time, and looks like Jax Kirby will take the catch. He'll take it at the 10, get to the 15, cuts it back near the 20, and they're going to say down at the 17-yard line. That's where the Red Rebels will take over going left or right, headed towards Cedar Street.
2: Jax Kirby makes a nice reception on that kick right there, tries to go to the left initially towards the Science Hill sidelines, cuts back towards the right near the Maryville sidelines, taken down by number 15,
1: Daniel Nairn. 214 to play in the half, tie ball game, seven apiece. Again, remember, Science Hill got the football to open this one, so a huge drop for the Red Rebels. Should they be able to put points on, they could double dip to open the second half. Clemmer's going to take a low snap, thinks about the pitch play. Now he's going to throw it across the middle, intended for Zeke McCoy. Nice play call, just a bit behind and low. It's going to fall incomplete. second and ten.
2: Yeah, Devin Medina stayed home on zone coverage for a linebacker right there. It was an out route. So when Clemmer was rolling out, he sees Medina right there, so he has to throw behind the receiver to prevent it from being intercepted. Smart pass by
1: Clemmer, just a difficult catch for Zeke McCoy on that one. And, again, give Zeke some credit. The speed was there. Should he have made the catch? A lot of green in front of him. They're going to move Gage out in the flat. Clemmer takes a shotgun snap. Looks his way. Now he's going to pitch the bubble screen. Price Davis going to get it, try to get across the 20. He does. Gets out to the 22-yard line. It's going to set up third, third and about five. Give Blake Heckman some credit right there. He lays a nice
2: block to open up that short bubble route.
1: 150 and counting here in the second quarter of play. Rebels with the football, moving left to right here on Jim Rimfro. Variable 0 for 3 on third down. Got to get it here. Flemmer's going to take the shotgun, rolls the pocket to the left, wants to throw it. He's going to throw it across to Zeke McCoy. He's going to get the football, get across the 35-yard line, out to the 36. And Zeke stood at the first down marker, waited on the throw, and then just nobody was around him. He picked up more yardage. First down Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, Zeke, had the wherewithal to do it dig route for a first down. Clemmer quickly takes a shotgun snap. He's going to flip it out to D.J. Gillins. D.J.'s going to try to get wide. Sheds the first blocker, pushes ahead forward, and he's going to pick up three there on first down, and it'll be second and seven. I think right now the Red Rebels are going to take, let's see if they take a timeout. Rebels take a timeout. Ben, let's hang right here. Right here, the clock is not playing in your favor, but... Uh, right now, you how do you push this downfield? Really, this uh, the Science Hill front has gotten upfield and caused some pressure on Clemmer. Uh, how do you how do you process or manufacture some space?
2: Well, I think you've kind of figured out your offense on out in the perimeter with these dig routes, some of these slant routes that you're able to convert on because the linebackers are in this zone coverage. So what you want to try to do is if you're going to try to throw a deep ra- a deep pass. You got to hit your seam, so you got to have somebody run a deep post or run a fade to open up that seam more, or you know early early on with your timeout still in pocket, try to run the football a little bit with Gage Ledoux, see if you can turn a small play into a big play.
1: Here's a here's a key stat from game number one against these two squads. You know who the, was the leading receiver for the Red Rebels? Gage Ledoux. Let's see if we can get him down the hash mark and see if Clemmer uh, and he can hook up. We're going to see second down, seven to go. Again, left to right as, as the Red Rebels bring the offense out of the timeout. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Clemmer's going to be by himself in, in the in the backfield. Gage do lined up to the left in the slot. He's going to look for the screen, a little shake off, and he's going to go long. That should be a P.I., and it is. And Jax Kirby helps his team out, gets them a first down, and probably more importantly, Ben, into Science Hill territory. I love it. Multiple receivers on the play
2: to spread out the defense. Jax Kirby makes a nice route. And Kendall
1: Bumpus gets flagged for the PI. Well, and really, it wasn't. There wasn't any acting. There wasn't anything. Really, just the feet got tangled up, and he pushes Jax to the turf. Yeah, easy flag for the official. 109 to play in the second quarter. Again, tie ball game, seven apiece. Tyler Moon with uh, one touchdown, and uh, Gage Ledoux with the other. Speedsters on both sides, uh, kind of really pressing themselves right now. Looks like Clemmer's going to have Gage in the backfield. Two receivers left, two to the right. They're going to put Cannon-Johnson into motion, rolls the pocket to the right. They're going to look to throw the football, going to quickly get it over the top, get it to Caleb Dunford, and Dunford's going to be near the first down marker. Let's see where they spot it. They haven't moved the change yet, but it's right at the line to gain. Dunford runs a nice dig route before he's eventually taken down by Baylor Necessary. They're going to move the sticks, lay call on that, so really kind of halt some of the momentum for the Red Rebels. I don't think Coach Hunt's going to be happy with the pause there, but 57.8 seconds to go as they take a basically stop the clock to let the change reset. So Wayne, Stacy Carter has his linebackers
2: and his secondary in his own coverage. He's doing that to try to prevent the quick slants or the out routes, but what he's what he's opening up for the offense and uh, compliments to Coach Hunt is he's opened up those seams for the uh, dig routes on the hash marks, and uh, the deep ball down the sideline.
1: Well, and I like some of the space that's that's being provided. Looks like Gage is going to be to Klemmer's right hip pocket. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. It's going to be Jax Kirby, Jonah Arms, Zeke McCoy, and Caleb Dunford, the wide receivers. I'm sorry, Cannon Johnson, not not Jonah Arms. And looks like uh, they're still yet to stop it. They're going to reset the clock. Give us give us back about four seconds. It'll be 1:02 to play here in the first half. Again, 7-7 ball game right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7, Duke FM. It's going to be Clemmer, a little three-step drop, wants to throw it. Now he's going to have to call his own number, and he's just going to bowl a head forward across the 35-yard line. And looks like Coach Hunt has to jump up and down to get the timeout. And with 52 seconds, let's take one with him, Ben. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7, Duke FM.
8: Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REOCheeseWagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel!
1: And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM, and the Twin City
5: Certified in Mariville game of the week. Uh, Jude, down there, are you staying warm, buddy? Hey, guys, I am. These these hand warmers are really working here. We're down here on the 20 right in the thick of the action. Let's see if the Rebels can punch in here right before half. I, I think you're the good luck charm. We're going to get it
1: done. Clemmer's going to be in there. Shotgun formation. Gage to his left. Now he'll flip to his right. Trips to the left. Going to have uh, kind of cr- Jax Kirby here to the right. Probably trying to get a one-on-one with Jax or anybody with a one-on-one. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun, takes the snap, rolls the pocket to the left, going to look to throw it, and he's just going to throw across his body, looking for Cannon Johnson. It's going to be short, incomplete, 3rd and 9. Yeah, Stacey Carter had multiple
2: corners on, on both sides of the field, on Cannon and on Jax Kirby. No pass was there
1: to be had. Yeah, and just really a good good assignment football for this topper defense, and with 48.4 seconds to play, uh, Rebels – nearing a situation to where they're in field goal range, but need a few more uh, for Corbin Price. It's going to be Clemmer and shotgun. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Quick switch by uh, by Science Hill. Clemmer takes a drop. He's going to flip it out to Gage Ledoux. Gage needs to make one-man miss. He does. He gets near the first down marker, and he's going to pile ahead head forward as he's going to get across the 25, down to the 23. And that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Just throws a little
2: screen pass to Gage Ledoux near the right hash mark. Able to make a big play there.
1: Baylor Necessary makes the tackle just past the 25-yard line. 14 seconds run off the clock. 40.4 is what remains in the second quarter. As, again, Mariville is on the Science Hill 24-yard line. And, again, looking to add points going into half. It's going to be Clemmer and shotgun. Now will keep trips to the left. He gets to bring some defense away. Clemmer, three-step drop. He's going to have to pull it down, and it's going to be the linebackers get off their blocks and drop the quarterback at the 22-yard line. Pickup of a couple, and there's some after-play after uh, after, uh, after play flags to come in. Let's see if that's uh, that helps the Rebels. Number six, Baylor necessary on the tackle after the QB run there by Clemmer. This could be huge with 32.9 seconds. Let's see which way it goes. Still no call. Still talking about it. I think it is going to be against the toppers as they're going to start checking this one off. White hat's out. He's gonna say personal foul against Science Hill. That's a huge gift. And that's gonna mark them down. Rebels will have first and go or first and ten, I'm sorry, from the eleven yard line inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Well, on that QB sneak,
2: Clemmer was taken down by Baylor necessary, and other tackles ensued after Clemmer uh, was ruled down.
1: I think Maryville's going to burn their last timeout. Let's burn one with them. That's going to be a Lee Franks, of volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
9: Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blount and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston HuddlestonLawFirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business.
1: Welcome back to Maryville High School in the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Well, the first 24 has lived up to the billing. Quarterfinal action here in 6A football, Ben, and 32.9 seconds. Rebels on the march. First and 10 from the Science Hill 11. Matthew Klemmer will have Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the left. Two stacked up tight to the right. They'll put Jonah arms in motion left to right. And that usually is the running lane. Clemmer's going to look to throw it. He's going to float it down flat. And I think Jax Kirby, they're going to say incomplete. But uh, he did a good job of trying to get two feet down. And they're going to say incomplete. It'll be second and ten.
2: Just throws it towards the back corner of the end zone. Jax Kirby gets both
1: hands on it. Number 21, Zef Begyak on the coverage. We'll see if Jude had a good angle of that, see if that was a good call. Second and 10, 29 seconds to go. And uh, the good thing about that play, Ben, with no timeouts, the clock stopped with the incompletion. It's going to be Clemmer looking to the sideline. Coach Hunt's going to get the play in. He'll check it at the offensive line. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gage Ledoux to the right hip pocket. He's going to take the snap. He's going to fake to, to Gaze Ledoux. Now he's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to look to throw it, and that is going to be D.J. Gillens with the reception down to the 8-yard line. It's going to be a nice pickup of three, but with 23.1 seconds short of the first down.
2: D.J. Speedy makes a nice catch on the out route there, had two guys on him, had Baylor Necessary, big linebacker, and they also had Kendall
1: Bumpus over there. I think this play calling is looking to try to get that safety to bite to the short side to open up the wide side. We'll see how the next couple plays go. Third and seven. And they're going to have Clemmer in the backfield by himself. That's going to have uh, Gage in the slot, and they're going to deliver in the straightaway. And that's going to be Dinnerbell himself. Takes a bite out of the Hilltoppers, and the Denzo scoreboard has just changed. Touchdown Rebels! Had trips to the left. They had Dinnerbell sitting there in
2: the H-back position. Nobody was covering him. He gets into the middle of the end zone. Nobody's there. Makes
1: a catch, and the ovation ensues by the faithful. Well, what I love about that is Gage right on as a tight end basically he drew every bit of defense needed jonah Arm slips out of the package stands on the rebel E, and clemmer delivers a nice ball corbin price looks to kick it away it is up it is doing and the denzo scoreboard now reads your rebels 14 the visiting science hill Hilltoppers, seven you're listening to rebel radio 95.7 duke fm Denso
4: Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team and now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift and a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off shift maintenance openings with experience based hourly pay as well as professional and leadership openings. pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash Marival. Get in the game. Join the Denso team and start crafting your future today. Hey,
1: on down the sun comes up. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Mariville game of the week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, again, if you went to the refrigerator, you missed it. Jonah Arms has made the Denzo scoreboard ring it up at 14 for the Red Rebels and 7 for the Hilltoppers. Corbin Price will kick this one away. Hilltoppers will have 19.3 seconds to respond. I would expect kind of a coffin kick here. And that is what's going to happen. Looks like fair catch going to be called for. And made by, looks like, number 44 for Science Hill. Uh, That's going to be Brayden Letcher, and uh, that's where the Hilltoppers will take over. They'll get first and ten from their own 35-yard line. What a great drive by
2: the Red Rebels. 12 plays, 83 yards, one minute, 55 time of possession. Multiple receivers involved, good schemes. Excited to see that offensively for the Red Rebels.
1: Yeah, I, I like the uh, the, the patience. I, I thought there was a lot of times that you could have gotten uh, a little uh, erratic, and you didn't. And it looks like Schwartz is going to try to get the sweet play to Tyler Moon, and I'm going to say that a little laundry means uh, illegal procedure against the Hilltoppers. Maybe Moon got in, uh, got in motion a little early. They're going to say false start. It'll back them up five. It'll be first and, first and 15. Yeah, I think you had multiple people moving in the backfield on that one, Wayne. seconds. Looks like Schwartz will stay at quarterback. He'll have Dukes uh, in the backfield with him. He'll break uh, Tyler Moon out wide left. they will have a receiver out wide right. They'll uh, give the handoff to Dukes. Dukes is going to be met at the 30-yard line and get no further. And he's going to be dropped, and uh, looks like that may be. We'll see if they take a timeout. Doesn't look like Science Hill's interested. And three... Two, one. That's where your half will come to a close. And at the half here in the quarterfinals of the 6 day playoffs, your Red Rebels lead the Science Hill Hilltoppers by a score of 14-7. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. Stay tuned. After the break, we'll have the Painter 1 halftime show. Where we'll break down the first 24 and talk about what the next 24 needs to look like for the Red Rebels to advance. We'll talk it all on the flip. You're
10: listening to... Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimidor Mexican Grill. A Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimidor Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimidor Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends. Or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10. Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Himidor Mexican Grill. 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 656816040 El Himidor Mexican Grill A proud sponsor of Blunt
1: County Sports SMAXES.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your ax on.
11: Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Mariville. Online at stevensontire.net Or call 865-983-1621 Monday through Friday, 730 till 5 Saturday, 730 till noon Close Sunday Stevenson Tire
0: Two quarters in the books, two more to go Up next is the Painter One Halftime Show On your home for Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM the guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. Don't you dare touch that dial. This should be good.
1: And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and uh, we are now in the Painter One halftime show, Ben, quarterfinal edition as uh, the Hilltoppers and the Rebels definitely brought the defense here to Skeeter Shield Stadium. First 24 minutes, a battle tooth and nail.
2: Yeah, it's been very enter- entertaining in the first half, and what's really exciting for me as a Red Rebel fan was that last 12-play drive that we talked about for 83 yards, and it ended with the play that you and I talked about. You can run that all night long. You run the trips to the left. you got, got Jonas sitting there in the in the uh, H-back formation, but Clemmer did an excellent job to
1: offset that safety, look to the right, and open up that touchdown pass. Well, I think that was the huge thing. He did a little, sh- little shake-off, and it-, it allowed the safety to kind of step forward, and that's all he needed. He just delivered over the center uh, Jonah Arms with good hands to finish that one off. But uh, first-half stats provided by our own statistician, uh, Mr. Ken Main here, uh, 14-7 here at the half. maribel Overscience Hill nine first downs for the Rebels, seven for the visiting Hilltoppers. Total plays, 28 plays, 108 for Maribel, 30 plays, 96 yards. For Science Hill, so pretty tight there. Uh, rushing category for the Red Rebels, 14 uh, for Maryville, 94 yards uh, for uh, in the pass game. Sorry, 27 carries for 75 yards uh, for Science Hill, 21 yards through the air. Really haven't thrown it a whole lot. Three of three, uh, really just screen passes uh, to say the least. But if you look at it, of their 96 total yards of offense, 67. Of those are Tyler Moon, and I checked that. He's got 21 yards receiving. So uh, uh, let's just say Tyler Moon right now is the Science Hill Hilltoppers. Absolutely.
2: We, we talked about it in the kitchen tune-up pregame show. If you stop him, their offense
1: becomes somewhat stagnant. Yeah, if you look at individual stats for the Red Rebels, Gage Ledoux leads the rushing category for Marvel. Eight carries, 28 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Matthew Klimmer does have a couple quarterback keepers for minimal gain. Uh, And then in the receiving category, D.J. Gillins, five catches for 38 yards. Zeke McCoy, one for 13. Gage Ledoux, one for 11. Jax Kirby, one for 11. Caleb Dunford, one for 10. And Jonah Arms, one catch, eight yards, one big touchdown. Uh, love, love the the sharing there in the throw game, but I really think Science Hill. I think it speaks to the the halftime stat. Uh, they've done a good job slowing down Gage Ledoux.
2: Yeah, and I'll be interested to see what Stacy Carter, what his adjustment is coming out of the halftime, because Coach Hunt has found out that he can run these short. <laughs> post routes these dig routes these out routes like the one that dj caught near the sidelines so he's found something there that if they're going to pack the box he can work that perimeter a little bit and hats off to matthew clemmer like you said there's five receivers out there in double digits on uh, passing on reception yards
1: yeah I, I think there's a lot of great things that, that hopefully can be talked about at the half but we're going to jump down to our sideline reporter the jude ellison jude uh, one rushing touchdown one throwing touchdown but most importantly the Rebels lead 14-7 to at the half.
5: Hey, guys, it's pretty rowdy down here. I think the band's about to kick up, so if you're losing for a second, that might be well. But how about that last drive to really put us up seven there? I think that was really uh, the big turning point here. Hopefully the offense can get going as we uh, come out of the half.
1: Question for you. You were closer than we were. Did Jax make the catch in the corner of the end zone?
5: You know, I, I actually did not see that. It was uh, right out of my peripheral. Didn't see if he caught it or not. He didn't come up with the ball, so I'm going to lean on the side of no, unfortunately. We'll, uh, we'll vouch for, for the referees there. But, uh, Jude, uh, we'll come back to you at the end of the half talking with
1: Coach Hunt and uh, look forward to that interview coming out of the locker room. Uh, but uh, talking with Jude, uh, uh, again, I think it's a rowdy sideline. I think both defenses, they got to feel good about themselves. I mean, you're holding the Red Rebels to 14 points at your place where he wasn't even able to do that. And then I think you've been able to, to Tyler Moon it a little bit tonight. He's gotten loose for a 41-yard scamper. And uh, uh, I, I think you still look at the same goals coming into the second half. Slow down number five, have a lot of success.
2: Yeah, You mentioned it. Tyler Moon has 67 of the 75 yards rushing. That means we're shutting down Micah Dukes. We're shutting down Jason Schwartz somewhat from being able to run the football. From a penalties perspective, we've only had that one for 15 yards. We're two for two in the red zone. Uh, some areas that we need to improve on, no one would co- you know, I kind of hear Coach Hunt each week, so I know what he's probably thinking at, at times, I, I believe. And, and he wants to be more balanced, right, Wayne? So he wants to see Gage's rushing numbers or Price Davis's rushing numbers go up that 14 yards rushing compared to the 90 to the 94 yards passing he wants to see more balanced offense going into the second half and then you know, really, the only other area of improvement is not to allow that big run um, by Tyler Moon. He had that big run in the first half. You got to try to try to continue to focus on that because you know what? Last week against Farragut, he had a big fourth quarter where he scored a lot of big runs. So you got to keep that in the forefront of your mind going in the second half.
1: Yeah, and I think as uh, you know, as the halftime kind of wears on, uh, the discussion is going to be had as as this is this is 24 minutes for an opportunity to go to the semis, but ultimately. Uh, to get a victory and finish up the seniors' uh, time here at Maryville High School at home uh, victorious. So I think that's going to be a huge moment. But talking about huge moments, the Red Rebel Marching Band is down here on the field. Again, as they do every Friday night here at home, laying it on the line. They're doing a great job. Uh, let's jump down there, Ben. Listen to the band a little bit, a little sound of the band here from Maryville High School.
2: What about that band, Ben? Multiple instruments. You've got you've got cymbals of various sizes. You've got an electric guitar. I think I saw a bass guitar down there at one point, really low, kind of like, uh, what's the name of the guy from Metallica who used to strum it? That guy. Yeah, that guy.
1: But uh, I'll tell you in their pit though they've got everything there's probably a kitchen sink down there somewhere but a lot of a uh, lot of really cool uh, attachments and and really a lot of cool uh, instruments that really make this band click uh, uh, an award-winning band here in 2022 and, and again just like to share what they're doing because uh, for them uh, halftime is game time
2: yeah and you know when I look at their performance and we've been fortunate to watch it each week very few performances have the props that Marables high school band has. And you know Wayne, they put time into putting all that together. That's not something that you go out with the budget and say, Hey, we need a stage to perform this during halftime. No. Well, you stay after you stay yeah. after school, you put time in, you you build these things, you paint these things. So yeah. hats off to not only these kids, but their parents for putting the time in to help them put on this good performance and uh, the teachers and the and Coach Burns and, well, and all of them. You know,
1: I'll I'll say this and and liken it to sports in a lot of ways. Band is a it's a uh, it's a four year thing. You, you don't take a band number one, band number two, advanced band. Uh, you, you're you're a band member a lot of times from uh, middle school all the way through your high school years. So these people that you're with right now. Uh, you've, you've been friends, you've been uh, uh, teammates uh, for a long, long time. And so, yeah, it's, it's good that they've been uh, been able to be successful here uh, at Maryville High School. But, Ben, let's take us a break, uh, listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to look around the area, a lot of other really good games uh, being played. We'll see who's left in the county uh, that is playing tonight and uh, update on scores of interest around the area. But you're listening to the Painter One Halftime Show, listening on 95.7 Duke FM, Rebel Radio.
12: Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600. Or click twincitycertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve.
11: Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football
13: if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price
1: And welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz, and you're uh, you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Uh, ben here at half at Skeeter Shield Stadium. A little over seven minutes uh, until the teams come back out. Uh, but scores of interest from around the area. Uh, Alcoa leads Gallenberg Pittman at home, 35 to nothing in the 3A playoffs. A uh, big kind of a telltale here. Anderson County, the Mavericks, on top of the Greenville Green Devils, two 12-0 teams there, 21 to seven in favor of Anderson County. Coalfield on top of Oliver Springs, 42 to nothing. Knox West on top of Daniel Boone, two 12-0 teams, 28 to nothing. Red Bank on top of East Hamilton, 14 to six. Powell ahead of Oak Ridge, 21 to 13. That's a second quarter score. Uh, kind of move on down. No update from the Oakland-Blackman game. Again, the winner of this game will play the winner of that game. So that one's one to watch. Uh, Beach and Cane Ridge, that's another 6A matchup. Two 11-1 teams. Uh, no update from that matchup so i've been talked about it a little bit uh uh, as the playoffs get deeper and deeper the list of uh scoring updates gets fewer and fewer yeah and it does and like you said it doesn't get any easier we
2: talked about that last week in the post game show um that you know you talked about that greenville anderson county game a lot of our uh, uh good friends that that know that matchup they talk about that's kind of the super bowl right there typically the winner of that uh, goes on to win the win the state championship.
1: Well, and with Elizabeth and kind of uh, I don't want to say having a downturn, but not being the powerhouse of the three-time attendee. Uh, to the state championship game, two times winning it. Uh, I think it's just, yes, it's open for the taking. So Anderson County, Greenville definitely would, uh, the winner of that game, uh, would sit themselves in the driver's seat. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, uh, Greenville is a team. Uh, it, it's one of those small communities that really gets the, to pick the county for their uh, their city school uh, approach and uh, so seeing Anderson County, really what uh, Coach Terry's done down there, and being able to build that and really get close a bunch of years here lately, and then finally uh, hopefully get over the hump here tonight would be huge for that program.
2: Yeah, and we've had the fortunate uh, ability to call these football games, call out these seniors week in and week out, and this time of year, you know, this is this is a this is a very important time for
1: these seniors because this to a lot of them this is the last game that they will they'll remember playing. Oh, I think you're exactly right. Uh, one key stat that I wanted to mention, uh, as, uh, as we get these again from Ken Maine, the, uh, the master of math, as we call him. We call him a lot of things, but it's all good things. Uh, Maryville, first two quarters of, of really physical, really defensive laden. What's that say, Ben? Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you. Zero penalties, zero yards. So, I'm not hurting themselves here tonight. Uh, again, Science Hill—they've got three penalties for 31 yards. Very much probably one of the biggest ones of the night. The uh, personal foul there late to push us down to the 11-yard line to open up that nice throw.
2: Yeah, and we talked about it a little bit in the Kitchen Tuna pregame show last week. Is that Maribel has really gone down this trend of, of less penalties. Um, ever since the, uh, the Cleveland game where we had the nine penalties in that ball game. But we, we've been somewhere around four or sub-four um, since
1: that ball game. So playing cleaner,
2: uh, playing more disciplined football, and hats off to the coaches there.
1: I, I think that's absolutely right. But, uh, again, want to share uh, that we are also providing audio broadcast uh, for the NFHS uh, subscribers here tonight. Uh, if you if you are a subscriber and you're listening on the radio, we really appreciate that. But if you're at home and want to check out the uh, video feed, check it out on nfhsnetwork.com forward slash T-S-S-A-A, T-S-S-A-A. And you can check us out right there. Same broadcast, just got pictures. Uh, but uh, also want to uh, recognize our sponsors here tonight. Twin City Certified in Maryville, the Game of the Week sponsors. They have been for a few years and hopefully continue to be. Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, and RIO Cheese Wagon. Uh, great sponsors all year long. Stevenson Tire, as the weather gets colder, check those tires as they have all the major manufacturers. And you don't want to be stuck out in bad weather with bad tires check out stevenson tire cody knuckles if you're uh, if you're needing to change uh, tra- change location here in the season uh cody knuckles is a guy who really uh he does it faith driven guy a really good guy and a mariville fan uh he uh, he does a lot for our community is a is a, a faithful guy and uh, like i said cody knuckles gonna do it the right way and give you honest feedback Uh, in a situation where you really need it. And he's such a supporter
2: for all the young student-athletes in the community. Um, He not only supports the football team, but he supports the other uh, athletes uh, from Maryville High School. So hats off to Cody there.
1: Yeah, we've talked about Pistol Creek Eats feeding us here tonight, have some great pork nachos that we've taken care of. Uh, pretty much gone here in the press box, but Ario Cheese Wagon, uh, they're also a great sponsor, been with us for a couple years. If you haven't had Ario Cheese Wagon, it's not, not nothing wrong with your grandparents' grilled cheese, but it's not your grandmama's grilled cheese. Uh, blackberry Smoke has jalapenos, blackberry jam, pretty sure about seven pieces of bacon, and just great cheese and bread. So it's just a, it's an amazing sandwich, and that's just one uh, that's their staple. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Ario Cheese Wagon, and uh, find them locally. They're uh, they're going to be in our, our, our vicinity uh, most days of the week, and you can check them out. They're a big yellow. Uh, food trucks, so it's, it's fun to find them. Painter One, uh, our halftime show sponsor, Kitchen Tune-Up, 95.7 Duke FM, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, uh, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing, all great sponsors as they provide in-game mentions with halftime, pre-game, post-game, first downs, kickoffs, touchdowns, red zone, etc. So, uh, a lot of great sponsors here on Rebel Radio again. Year number 1 with 957 Duke FM and uh, a quick shout out to those guys, the Radio Home. And uh, you know it's that's a that's a saying, right? That's a slogan. Uh, you say Radio Home, but I'll tell you uh, when things kind of changed in the off season again a little unexpected. I think we're just being transparent here. Unexpected uh, we, we really found a, a, an amazing home with 95.7 Duke FM and Midwest Communications, and they've been nothing but pros all the way through this process. Uh, got us the sideline equipment to be able to have Jude and Chris and Carson this season on the sideline, being able to get interviews with Coach coming out of the locker room, and they just continue to think of ways, uh, even looking ahead to what we can do in the offseason, uh, to make the broadcast more more enjoyable for the listener, and just, a, again, a great product for Maryville High School in this community. Yeah, 95.7
2: the Duke. This week I was doing some work around the house, and, and I told you, it was Garth Brooks on, and then da-da-da-da-da, Garth again, and then Garth again, and like, then some yeah. Tracy Lawrence, and then some Mark Chestnut. I mean, it was it was one hit after the other. If you haven't listened to the Duke, you need to turn on the Duke.
1: Yeah, I'll say if you have uh, if you yeah you turn it on, you won't turn it off. I can tell you that. But uh, again, a lot of great sponsors. Smoky Mountain Axe House, another one of those. Uh, we're, we've got our hands full here tonight. This defense has definitely put a lot of players in the throws uh, for that Axe House Player of the Game. Uh, but who gets it? Uh, we'll just have to find out. But uh, let's. Let's take us a quick break, one quick sponsor. When we come back, Mr. Jude Ellison will have Coach Derek Hunt uh, to talk about coming out of the half here on Rebel Radio.
8: 3-8-9-7-4-1-2. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
4: You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover.
0: The skilled craftsman of kitchen...
1: And welcome back to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. And we're going to jump down to Mr. Jude Ellison with Coach Derek Hunt.
5: Hey, Coach Hunt, great great way to end the half there, scoring late. What do you tell the team at halftime?
3: Yeah, just uh, get the ball right here. It's going to be a big drive. Obviously, we need to come out and try to um, get an identity in the run game, and then hopefully we can get some momentum going. Hey, thank you very much, Coach.
1: Great interview, Jude. We'll be back to you in the third quarter. A great, uh, I think it's short but sweet, but honestly, very true statement by our head football coach. But, uh, uh, again, a lot still yet to be done, just a one-score advantage for the Red Rebels. Science Hill did elect to take the football to open the game, so the Red Rebels will have, like I call it, an opportunity to double-dip. And hopefully put points to kind of extend this a little bit in the third quarter.
2: Excited in the second half to see adjustments made by Stacey Carter, adjustments made by Coach Hunt. Coach Hunt talked about he wants to see that run open up a little bit. I think how he's going to start by doing that is continue to do what's been successful for you in the uh, first half of football. That's some of those short passes on the outside. That's going to open up the middle of the field.
1: Yeah, and I think got to continue to go back to the well. Uh, I think Gage Ledoux has to have some production here in the second half, to if nothing else, just to – to play the the time card because, again, if you can extend the lead, then you really just need to start taking possessions away uh, from Science Hill. But this has been the uh, Painter One Halftime Show. Again, a great sponsor. If you have a paint project you don't have the equipment for uh, to get up high or to do ceilings, uh, contact Painter One Knoxville. You can check them out online, uh, uh, painterone.com forward slash Knoxville and get your painting project kind of underway here in the weather when uh, you need to stay inside. Uh, so it looks like uh, both teams have warmed up. They're to their sidelines. Uh, we're getting ready for second-half kick. Uh, the clock is set to 12, so uh, about to have kick away here, buddy. Yeah, and you helped me with my,
2: my project this week. You helped me with the sandpaper. You said it was going to be like a, you know, a 180 to a 1,000. You gave me the good <laughs>
1: grit. I will say uh, if you've ever done auto body and then you try to, to paint something, same process, just different kind of paint. Uh, those who said those who do those work probably just cringe, but it's pretty funny. I'm writing this down right now. We're going to uh, see how this one kicks away, and then we'll try to get a quick break in top of the hour break as number 83 for Science Hill Max Teron will kick this one away. Looks like it's going to be a quick kick. It's going to be kind of a coffin short kick, and Gage is going to run up and take it, and he's going to try to get a free. He's going to get across the 30, across the 35, near the 40. He's dragging Hilltoppers near the 45-yard line. They're going to give him forward progress 44, and that's where the Rebels will take over first and 10. We're going to take a quick 10-second break. We'll be right back.
0: Broadcasting from the Hep Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, ninety-five point seven 2 FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football.
1: And welcome back to second half action right here, ninety-five point seven 2 FM Rebel Radio. to play here in the third. Rebels lead 14-7, going left to right. They're going to quickly get it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to go right off right guard, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward near midfield. Pickup of six, the second and four. Nice cut by Gage. He cuts back past the right hash mark towards the middle of the
2: field before he's eventually taken down the second level by Jacob Julian, the defensive back.
1: Looks like he's working the explosion to not let the linebackers kind of see his angle. Going to be second down, four to go. They're going to say, yeah, long four. And it's going to be Clemmer in shotgun. He'll hand it to Gaze. will do. He's going to get left. He's going to get free. He gets across the 40. Pushes over a hilltopper. And he's going to get down to the hilltopper 36-yard line. And that'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
2: <laughs> I said it in the pregame show about the train. Gaze gets to the third level and
1: just pile drives Devin Medina. There's just really no, there's no quitting that kid. He's going to continue to push his head forward. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Jonah Arms will be stacked to the right. Gage will do back to the right hip pocket. He's going to take the shotgun snap, quickly gets it to Gage. Gage is going to go right behind blocker, and he's going to get across the 35-yard line down to the 34. Pickup of two. It'll be second and eight. Just drops his shoulders
2: and gets behind Owen Steffes, tries to drive it up the middle of the field. Doesn't get much yardage, but
1: a lot of... A lot of aggressiveness there by Gage Ledoux. 10-32 to play here in the third quarter. Again, Rebels going left to right here on Jim Renfro and looking to add to their seven-point lead. Going to have a jumbo pack to the left side of the formation. Jax Kirby, the lone receiver, to the right. Gage Ledoux to the left of Clemmer's shotgun. Clemmer's going to look to the right, delivers out to Jax Kirby. He's going to get across the 30-yard line down to the 28, and that's where they're going to say he steps out of bounds. It's going to bring up third and three very similar to that play we saw on the last
2: drive in the first half by the Marable red rebels to dj Gillins. just a short five yard out route
1: and stephen Fan moyn gave him plenty of cushion easy pass and catch for the red rebels give him the give him the looks like they're gonna say they're gonna say third and two and uh, i think uh i think it's gonna be gauge time Is he's gonna be the left hip pocket of clemmer clemmer looks to the sideline he's gonna check the play Uh, updates the offensive line, steps back in shotgun. Three receivers left, one to the right. Jonah Arms will go in motion right to left. Clemmer takes the shotgun, hands to Gaze Ledoux. He's going to bowl straight ahead forward inside the 25, down near the 20. And they're going to say down at the 20-yard line. And uh, next play forward, he gets into the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. That's going to be a first and ten Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Well, Jonah
2: Arms gets the credit, but also Alex Boyd, number 53. He drives his defensive lineman back about six yards to help Gage
1: get that yardage. Yeah, right now nothing fancy, just a a lot of what's worked all season long. They're going to have three receivers to the left. It'll be D.J. Gillen, Zeke McCoy, Jax Kirby. Gage will be to Clemmer's left hip pocket. He's going to wait for the shotgun snap and take it. Now he's going to hand it to Gage. Gage gets skinny and he's going to bowl his way down to the 15 yard line. And I'll be honest, Science Hill grabbed everything, including some face mask, to get number seven down on that one.
2: Yeah, I don't know if uh, Baylor Necessary gets credit for the tackle or if Gage Ledoux gets credit for that tackle.
1: Now, was that necessary? <laughs> had to. Had to. Nine and a half to play here in the third quarter. Mariville leads 14 7, but they're in the red zone. Looking to add to that advantage. We're going to look to the sideline. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Again, trying to get Jax Kirby some one-on-one. He does have size advantage. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Gaisledew. Looks to throw it to Jax Kirby. And he's going to have a Science Hill backpack. And there's going to be a flag on the play. P.I. It's give up 15 yards or give up seven points right there. I think Science Hill chose wisely. Well, Steve Moyen
2: knew he had no safety help, so it was single-man coverage on the outside. He gambled thinking that it was going to be an out route and ended up being a slant. And when he found out it was that, the only the only option he had was the P.I.
1: Yeah, like I said, he paid 15 yards for giving up seven points. So uh, they're going to check out Zeke McCoy, and looks like they're going to check in some beef. So we'll see if uh, Gage Ledoux uh, is going to run the Rhino or we're going to stay in at quarterback. It looks like they're going to have a quick, uh, they call him a sugar huddle, and he's going to break that, kicks over two receivers to the right and quickly gets the snap. He's going to take the shotgun snap, gives it to Gage. He's going to go right behind his blocker, and he's going to get into the end zone, standing up, and touchdown, Rebels. Jay Adams gets
2: pulled behind Cal Grubbs to make a hole for Gage Ledoux. The hole
1: opens up, and guess what, Wayne. Touchdown, Red (laughs) Rebels. And the Denzo scoreboard has changed. It now reads the Rebels 20 and the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 7. Corbin Price will attempt the PAT. Corbin, Corbin, my man. (laughs) It's going to be Peyton Cooper to snap. uh, Caleb Dunford to hold. And Corbin Price to attempt. The kick is up and into Jeff Weaver's yard. It is good. And with 9.07 to play in the third, the Rebels lead 21-7 to over the Science Hill Hilltoppers. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
6: This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, your home-owned mortgage broker in Maryville. We're local folks supporting local kids, just like Volunteer Home Mortgage helps people all over Tennessee with all their mortgage needs. If you're looking to buy or refinance your home, go local. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, just down the street from Shield Stadium at 1033 West Broadway. Or call me at 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. Or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. MLS number 1641325.
0: Yes, 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 let me clear my now, and
1: welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and uh, talking about clearing your throat, Uh, Gage Ledoux said we were going to have to have a lot of number seven in the second half. Well, that uh, that drive surely did. It was a seven-play, 56 yards, 253 time of possession, and the Rebels now lead by two scores.
2: And just like Coach Hunt wanted, he wanted to up that rushing number, so now we're up to 94
1: passing, 62 rushing. Corbin Price will kick this one away. He'll kick toward Jeff Weaver, toward Cedar Street, and it's going to be Tyler Moon with a return. He's going to take it at the four. Gets across the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Gets near midfield, and he is going to be gang-tackled in Rebel territory, but not before he gets down to the Rebel 46-yard line. Tyler Moon in space, ladies and gentlemen. He's something to watch. Yeah, got a lot of open holes
2: there near the sidelines. Cut back towards the center of the field before Jaden McCord, number 20, makes
1: the tackle. Yeah, that's a, that's a break for the Rebels. Again, most of the time when he gets that full head of steam, uh, he finds the end zone. So it's going to be Schwartz in shotgun. He's going to have the two-back set of Dukes and Moon. One receiver to either side. He's going to fake – no, he's going to give the handoff Tyler Moon. Tyler Moon bounces off one tackler, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward. Down to the Rebel 30, they're going to say 36-yard line. That'll be enough. Is that going to be enough for a first down? They're going to say, going to say second short. Sweet play. They run
2: run with a lot of cushion. Drew Wallace slows him down before well, the
1: rich kid makes the tackle. Now they're going to say first down, so the sticks quickly have to move. Schwartz is going to take the snap. He's going to roll the pocket. and going to have to just chuck it into his own sideline, and that's going to be pressure provided. By Jason Manneker, Brandon Husky. And uh, really, Schwartz just running for his life right there.
2: Yeah, the edge was freed up. They got in the backfield early and had to get
1: rid of it. And and really, I, I think they're wanting to throw just to keep the Rebels honest. But, uh, again, not fooled there as they get upfield quick. 8-24 to play here in the third. Rebels lead 21-7. to seven going to be Swartz and shotgun for Science Hill. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to to Moon. He's going to get the sweet play. He's going to bounce off the first tackler, off the second, and he's going to get down to the Rebel 31-yard line.
2: Tries to get to the outside. Number 95, Frankie Diaz, makes
1: the tackle. A lot of defensive linemen stopping in midair out there. Uh, No laundry. Looks like Tyler Moon is down on the play. Again, one of the more electric uh, kids, at least in Upper East Tennessee, maybe in East Tennessee. And uh, you just hate to see this, but it looks like he's in pretty good pain. Uh, let's take us a break. Wish the best for this young man. Again, electric on the football field. I uh, never wish anything negative toward him. So again, let's take us a break as they work on Tyler Moon. We'll be right back. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own Top Shelf Barbecue, and you can thank me later. Thunder. Thunder. And welcome back to Maryville High School. Tyler Moon up and got off the field on his own, and now he's trying to warm up. Think he will return to this one. Again, Just uh, just hated to see that. I just, just cramped up. Looks like Schwartz is going to keep it uh, on this uh, third down play. Huge play for the Hilltoppers, and looks like he's going to call his own number. Peyton Cooper drops him at the uh, the Rebel 28 yard line. That's going to be fourth and a couple short of the line to gain. Good play by number 18, Drew Wallace.
2: He gets out in the perimeter, looks behind him to see if anybody's there. When he realizes there's nobody there,
1: he gets further out towards the sidelines to press him into Peyton Cooper. Peyton Cooper on the tackle. No man's land here. Science Hill will go for it. Looks like uh, Tyler Moon will be the quarterback. Uh, he's going to be in shotgun, he takes the snap, he's going to try to roll right, he's going to, he's going to chuck it, and it's going to be to number 21, nice reception, now a touchdown for Science Hill, good little rollout by Tyler Moon, and he's going to deliver it to 21, and that's going to be Zeke Fagyak. and that's going to be a touchdown, Science Hill, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed, good play call by Stacy Carter,
2: Has Tyler Moon come in off the sidelines after the injury? They run a stacked formation. You're thinking it's going to him, and it does. It goes to him. He drops his
1: shoulders, draws that secondary in, makes a nice little pass for a touchdown. Down in distance will make you think things. It was fourth and two. You thought they were going for two, and they saw the opening there, and Tyler Moon delivers a good ball. Touchdown, Science Hill. Looks like they'll look to add the extra point. Max Turon will kick it up and kick it good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 21. And the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
7: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033 and let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown
1: and welcome back to rebel radio 719 to go here in the third quarter and science hill has answered as it's now 21 for the red rebels 14 for the hilltoppers they'll kick it away max turan will kick deep to uh it's like Gage Ledoux, uh, dj gillen's I can't see the up man. That's going to be Price Davis. It's going to go to Price. Price will take it at the 13 yard line. Get across the 20, 25, 30, 35. Get near the 40, and they're going to say down at the 38 yard line. Nice return by Price as he just gets the football and gets north and south.
2: What I like about Price Davis is he's not going to dance with the football. He's going to see his gap assignment, his whole assignment, and he's going
1: to hit it. I like the white gloves that he rocks. I'll tell you, it's a it's a change of pace from that all black uniform. Uh, but uh, they're going to bring the offense out. Matthew Clemmer will be at the controls. Uh, he'll have Gage Ledoux to his left. He'll have, uh, looks like, one receiver to the right, two to the left, and or, sorry, two to the right, one to the left, and they're going to stack Jonah Arms on the right side. Quickly gives it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to try to get right, and he's going to get upfield. Gets across the 40, 45, 50. Now he's 45, 40 and he is going to be tackled and harassed by Science Hill and just laugh at him down to the 39-yard line, Ben. Good blocking on the edge to help Gaze get to the
2: outside near the the right hash mark, and he just keeps churning them legs before he's eventually taken down by number 34, Kevin Amua.
1: 23 yards on the pickup, and that's going to create a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside Hilltopper territory down to the 39-yard line. Quickly gets back to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Clemmer and shotgun stacking Jonah arms to the left side of the formation between the guard and the tackle. And Gage Ledoux will flip to his right. He's going to stay in, uh, in shotgun, takes the snap. Now he's going to hand it to Gage. Gage going to look to try to get to the left. He does. He gets through the first defender, and he's going to get down near the 35-yard line. Picked up four, Ben, when I didn't think it was there. Yeah, he runs right into
2: Jacob Julian on the counter play and just keeps on running between the big eaters there and ends
1: up getting some yardage. 21-14 your score. Maryville with the football second and five upcoming. It looks like a long five, short six. And and they're trying to just keep this two-score gap or keep on a two-score gap. Clemmer will have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Very similar package, just flipping sides left to right, trying to keep Science Hill honest. He's going to be in shotgun, waits for the snap and takes it. Now he's going to fake that Gage Ledoux, deliver over the in the middle to, to Jax Kirby. Nice pickup there across the hash mark, and he's going to get down to the 18-yard line. Another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
2: Textbook read there by Matthew Clemmer. There was, there was man coverage on the outside, no safety help. Jax Kirby runs that post route. Kendall Bumpus has
1: got no help. He's got to take him down. It's going to be 16 yards on the pickup for Jax Kirby, and they'll set up shop inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, going left to right here on Jim Renfro. Quickly, Clemmer's going to check the play. He's going to move Gage. Clemmer in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand to Gage Ledoux. Gage gets right, gets free, gets across the 10, across the 5, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Gage Ledoux, that's his third of the night, Ben, and he may not be done.
2: Gage Ledoux makes a nice counter play, cuts back towards the middle of the field, gets tripped up a couple times, just continues to turn those legs, gets a big touchdown
1: for the Red Rebels. Well, I I don't know. There's no such thing as a shoestring tackle with Gage Ledoux. If you get that low, you've already been beaten. And uh, Corbin Price will look to add to uh, this advantage as uh, Dunford will hold. Snap is good, hold is good, kick is also good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 28, the Visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
8: or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And we're back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville
1: Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, a four-play, 62-yard, one-minute, 52-second time of possession. And Ben uh, Gage Ledoux, man on a mission, running mad, all things we say a lot. But Ben, it was true. Yeah, with
2: 5.27 left to go
1: in the third quarter, he's already run for 88 yards in the second half. Well, I think uh, just really uh, finding some mismatches there and just uh, matching skill for skill. Tyler Moon knows how to run. Well, Gage Ledoux knows how to run. Corbin Price will kick this one away. He'll kick left to right. Looks like deep for Science Hill will be Tyler Moon, and he won't have a chance at it. Another fair catch. Uh, Looks like number 44 enjoys being on the hands team for Science Hill. That's going to be Braden Letcher, and he is going to take the fair catch. Uh, Science Hill will set up shop, uh, see where they're going to set the football. football. Go ahead. After that big
2: kickoff return by Tyler Moon just kicks a wounded rooster over here near the...
1: 34-yard line. Yeah, they're going to set it up on the left hash as uh, Science Hill works right to left here on Jim Renfro at the at the Science Hill 34-yard line. It's going to be Schwartz in shotgun. He's going to take a shotgun snap, fakes a handoff to, to number one Dukes, and he is not going to fool the Rebel defense as they're going to get in the backfield and drop him deep uh, back at the looks like 27-yard line. Uh, it's going to be a big loss there, Ben. Looks like about a seven-yard sack. Yeah, number 21,
2: Caleb Graham wasn't fooled on that play. He comes in off the edge, and his assignment is to contain,
1: and he's right there waiting on the runner. I think he wanted to pitch it to Moon. The problem was is the defender was already on his back. Schwartz going to stay in there. Again, same form- formation. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Wants to pitch it. Now he's going to uncork it down deep. And looks like Hutton Jones was being held on to late. No call, but it's going to go out beyond the outstretched, outreached hands of number 14 for Science Hill, Emmett Watson. And fall incomplete. That's a nice ball by Schwartz. And just uh, Emmett couldn't come down with it. Kind of a deep post
2: route to the center of the field. Hutton Jones positions himself very well to confuse Emmett Watson as he goes up for the reception.
1: And, again, a lot of handsy play there. I thought uh, really pushed off of Hutton Jones there at the end. But, uh, again, red-colored glasses. And the Knights Templar says... Dr. Jones, he chose poorly. (laughs) Well, he's been waiting all night to get that in, folks. Uh, Swartz is going to take a shotgun snap, quickly gets it out to Moon. Moon is going to get blocked in the back, uh, or it's going to be Cannon Johnson blocked in the back, no call, and Moon will squirt out past the 35-yard line. They'll say 35, and uh, Cannon Johnson's just asking, what what has to happen there?
2: Cannon Johnson is not only a good football player, he's a great wrestler, and it shows right there, he's given Zeb Feige. Everything worth worth of that block, and Zephagyak gets away with the hold right there.
1: Again, even though no call, it will force a fourth down for Science Hill, and they'll bring pump formation out. It will be number 12, uh, Cole Rasu and he'll kick away. Uh, Jax Kirby will stand at his own uh, 33-yard line, and uh, Rasu will kick this one away. Jax Kirby will take a fair catch, but he's going to step forward. And looks like they will take over at their own 38-yard line. That's a nice uh, flip of field right there. Yeah, they've got a couple good punters on this team that
2: average for 30, 40 yards per punt. So for us to get that kind of field position, um, really is a is good for the Red Rebels.
1: And I think really just riding the momentum of what this offense has found here in the second half. It was good to quickly get Science Hill back on their sideline on offense. Bring that defense back out that really hasn't found an answer for Gage Ledoux just yet.
2: Yeah, I think Coach Hunt is starting to see two safeties back and sometimes one safety back, and he's starting to identify good play call
1: there. Stack to the left. They're going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux again. He's going to one-hand, two-hand off uh, some Science Hill defenders, and he's going to push the pile ahead to the Rebel 49-yard line. Needed 10, got 11. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
2: Counterplay up the center, up the, up the middle of the field. and number
1: 14, Emmett Watson has to drop down and make that tackle in the third level. 4-14 to play here in the third quarter. Rebels lead 28-14. to Again, a very defensive-driven first half. And here in the second half, um, I guess points per minute, uh, kind of an offensive explosion here. It's going to be Clemmer with the football, going to hand it to Gazeldu. He's going to stutter step, get right, and he's going to push ahead forward. Uh, he gets pulled down by his jersey, no call, uh, right around the neck area, but they're going to say no call. Pickup of a couple, it's going to be second eight. Yeah, takedown by number 21,
2: Zef Fegiak. I think he got him around near the collar, tried to pull away from it so he didn't get flagged for it. Um, good blocking up front by number 78, Blake Heckman, made some really good push up front
1: to open up that outside. Uh, I, there's nothing you can't explain Gage's burst right now. As looks like there's going to be a penalty, uh, again, didn't see that uh, that marked off, but it is going to be a hold against the Rebels. It's going to be a spot foul, so it's going to be way back there. It's going to be first in a long way uh, as they're going to set up first and forever uh, from the Rebel 36-yard line. It's going to be first and 23. Clemmer's going to look uh, look to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. He'll stack up Jonah Arms. Now quick pitch. They're going to get it to Gage do Gage's going to get free. 45-50, 45, and he lowers the shoulder, Ben, and he's going to get down to the Science Hill 40-yard line. Needed 23. He got 24, Ben. Yeah, and how about Blake Heckman and
2: – and, uh... Uh, Jay Adams right there. They pull Jay Adams off the guard. He comes over, He does, and Blake says, you know what, I got it, big fella. And then he opens up that big lane down the outside. So good job by the line up front. Great run by the gauger.
1: Wow, wow. I mean, just really uh, no, no depth is safe right here for number 7 Three fifteen to play here in the third. First and ten, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Matthew Clemmer in shotgun. He's waiting on the snap. He'll take it. He hands it to Gage Lalou Gage goes off left guard, and he's just going to churn the legs. Ben get across the Science Hill 35. They're going to say down to the 34, and that's going to be second and four upcoming. Cut back towards the middle of the field and drags
2: Matthew Marsh for about three yards before Marsh gets credited for the tackle.
1: Second and four upcoming. Jude just texts me and says that's kind of a Derek Henry top play call. I don't disagree. 2.36 to play in the third. I think, again, the Rebels understand the clock is an issue here for Science Hill. And, again, an ability to get another score could put some uh, put a lot of pressure on the Rebels. Quickly hands it to Gazeldu. He gets free, gets across the 30, cross the 25, and they're going to say down to the 22-yard line. Gazeldu, they know he's getting it, right, Ben? Well, he's getting a lot of help up front as well. I mean, the the
2: line's doing a great job opening up the gaps. He gets to the second level there. Devin Medina, he thought he had it
1: in the third level, but Devin Medina comes out of nowhere and knocks him down for a tackle. I think we've all said it. Line of scrimmage was going to be an issue tonight, and, and so far the men in black uh, have uh, have the upper hand. Yeah, the
2: side Hill linemen have their hands on their hips. They look wore
1: down. Two, oh, no, two minutes to play here and counting as Matthew Clemmer looks to the sideline. He's going to warm his hands. Do we, do we see a climber throw here? Going to have Gage to his right hip pocket. He's going to quickly know it's going to be a pitch play to Gage Ledoux. He's going to get behind his blockers, and he's going to push some hilltoppers down near the 10-yard line. They're going to give him the 10-yard line. That's going to be enough for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Just a nice pitch play. Gets to the outside there, follows Houston Ratledge,
2: before eventually taken down by number 42, Devin Medina.
1: Yeah, these offensive linemen are doing a great job, but looks like there's a hilltopper down. Can't get a number right now, but he's down near uh, the three-yard line. The help is out. Uh, The the medical unit's out, so we're going to let them tend to him, wish him the best. Again, uh, this is a great game and don't want anyone to leave injured. We're going to take a break, listen to some fine sponsors. We'll be right back. You're listening
4: to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team and now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift and a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off shift maintenance openings with experience based hourly pay as well as professional and leadership openings Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo Only Doctor, pharmacy and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com slash Marival. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team and start crafting your future today.
1: And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Marival. Game of the week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. We were going to get down to Jude Ellison, but we will pause uh, just to see this next uh, this next first down play, uh, see how that unfolds. Again, an explosive offense here in the second half. I uh, really don't want to take a break. 178 yards rushing for Gage Ledoux with three touchdowns. Now he has crossed the 1,000-yard mark for the season, so that gives this offensive line two Thousand-plus-yard rushers—that's a huge, uh, huge accomplishment. They're going to give it to Gage again. He's going to quickly roll off some Science Hill Hilltoppers down near the five-yard line, and that's where he'll come to rest. It'll be second down. I believe that's second and goal from the five-yard line.
2: Goes up the left hash mark, gets about five yards down the field there. Circle button does the spin move. Eventually
1: taken down by Baylor. Necessary. One fourteen to play here in the third. And uh, the Rebels lead 28-14. If you're just joining us, uh, it's been the battle of the running backs, uh, which Tyler Moon is a little bit of everything, but Gage will do, uh, making his presence felt here for the Red Rebels. It's going to be second and goal uh, from the five-yard line. We're under a minute to play in the third. They quickly hand it to Gage. Gage going to get off left guard, roll down, and try to see if he broke the plane and they're going to say the ball was loose in the end zone. Let's see what they say. They're going to say Science Hill falls on it, and that's going to be a huge break for the Hilltoppers as it's going to turn back the Rebels on the goal line. Again, we got to jump down to our sideline guy, Jude Ellison. Do you have me? What happened on that play, buddy?
5: Hey, guys, looked like LeDoux just stretched it out at the end and just got it poked away, just didn't uh... – Didn't secure the ball in the reach and popped out, and Science Hill just landed right in their lap. We'll see if they can capitalize on this.
1: Looks like it's going to be a legit play here. So under uh, 50 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Science Hill turned back the Rebels. It's going to be moon he's going to be in a wildcat formation he quickly gets it and gets to the left side he's going to get free gets across the 40 45 50 laundry on the field so this may be all for not 35 30 25 20 as he rumbles into the end zone it's going to be touchdown science hill might have had a hold there on the outside on cannon johnson he was trying to get
2: around his block and it looked like a lot of jersey was being held
1: as uh looks like i think tyler moon is learning of the penalty As he's marching back, but uh, we'll see if it stands. It is going to be holding against the Hilltoppers, and like I said, that's going to look good on huddle film, but it's not going to change the Denzel scoreboard. 36.4 seconds to play here in the third quarter, and it's going to turn from uh, a first and a really long run. It's going to be first and uh, maybe first and 20. It looks like that ankle injury didn't slow him up a bit. Well, he, he is a, he's a competitor. He's a senior, uh, so again, he's playing for his high school football life tonight. they are gonna mark this one off. Uh, the new new uh, new line of scrimmage will be at the Science Hill 11-yard line, and so they're they're gonna have a, a good way to go on this one. First and 20, upcoming.
2: Yeah, and hats off to Tyler on what a great season. 30 touchdowns, 23 of those rushing, five receiving, two kick returns. He's averaging 10 yards per carry. He's had a great senior
1: season for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, couldn't agree more, couldn't agree more. Swartz is going to be back in at at quarterback. He's going to have, uh, looks like, number 23 Chester to his left. He's going to give it to Chester, get wide, and Chester's going to get near the 15 and get wrestled out of bounds. And that's going to be a nice pickup. It's going to bring second down, 15. Yeah, you can go to
2: that side all night long. Cannon Johnson's going to be there. Drew Wallace makes a nice break on the play. A
1: nice tackle by number 18, Drew Wallace. Looks like Chester's going to check out. Looks like Dukes will check in uh, for Science Hill. And now Tyler Moon will be at the controls. He'll be in a wildcat formation. 31 seconds to go here in the third. Rebels lead 28-14. Tyler Moon gets the football. Quickly, a direct uh, a run here play. A keeper for Tyler Moon, and he's going to pick up a couple. He's going to get up near the 17-yard line. It's going to be third and 13, if, if my math serves me correctly.
2: Brought five on that play. Moon was trying to get to the sidelines. Isaiah French breaks down and pushes him towards the middle of the field. Frankie Diaz is right there. He runs
1: into a big tackle. Quickly, they're going to just stand straight up, let this third quarter come to a close, flip field, and go 12 minutes to an opportunity to get to the semifinals. So as they flip field, we'll uh, flip on a good commercial here from one of our great sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Twin City Certified Game of the Week uh, right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
10: El Jimidor Mexican Grill a Blunt County tradition for 20 years El Jimidor Mexican Grill is fast filling and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimidor Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10. Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimidor Mexican Grill 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Callie 65 681 6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
1: And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 and the Twin City Certified in Mariville game of the week. 12 minutes for an opportunity to head uh, to Middle Tennessee uh, for a semifinal berth in the 6A playoffs. 28-14, to Marival leads Science Hill. Uh, 19 first downs for Maryville, 9 for Science Hill. Really a, uh, a nice football game. 47 plays, 289 yards of offense for the Rebels. 41 plays, 150 for Science Hill. Gage Ledoux leads the way in the rushing category, 187 and 3 touchdowns. He only had 28 yards rushing in the first half. What's that tell you? Swartz is going to be in shotgun. He's going to quickly look to throw the football. He's going to look to uncork it, and it is going to be nearly picked off as Drew Wallace, DB-turned receiver, uh, put it in the air and nearly picked it off. Yeah, Drew Wallace cuts down downfield,
2: made a nice play on the ball. ball was extremely high. He extends his body. He feels he still should have caught the football, but nice play on the ball by number
1: 18. Mad at himself, but I think happy for his defense as it's going to put Science Hill in pump formation. 11.54 to play in this one in this football game. And it uh, looks like Jax Kirby... Uh, will uh, we'll stand on uh, the Science Hill 47-yard line. Rebels lead 28-14. to And it's going to be a block kick. Jason Madeker on the bounce, going to pick it up. Touchdown for the man-maker. The maniac gets in the
2: backfield, extends his right arm, swats the ball on the two-yard line. It bounces right up into his
1: paws, and he salutes the faithful. Hey, Jason Manneker, the maniac, the man-maker, the gritty dancer down there, uh, just made the Denzo scoreboard change. It now reads the Red Rebels 34 and the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 14. And in a hiccup, this thing can change, Ben. Defense has been the name of the game here tonight. Yeah, the faithful cheer on the Manmaker. Drew Wallace mad at himself for not getting the pick. Jason Manneker makes that a race with a, a scoop and score touchdown. Looks like there's going to be a timeout for the Hilltoppers. Did not have the personnel in there. Uh, so you know what? Uh, let's take a uh, let's take a Lee Franks of volunteer home mortgage timeout with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
9: Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blount and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston huddlestonlawfirm.com huddleston law firm understands you have many options in east tennessee for representation they realize that fact and
0: always appreciate your business we want to be your plumber this is wdkw maryville knoxville 95.7 duke fm your home for maryville rebels football rolling rolling rolling
1: Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Corbin Price looking to tack on the PAT. The hold is down, the kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads the Rebels 35. And the visiting Science Hill Hilltoppers 14. Want to give a quick shout out to Mr. Aaron Woods listening again, uh, giving us some messages on uh, on Facebook. Want to want to appreciate his uh, his listenership and, and again, uh, we want to get the score out as much as we can, Aaron. But uh, uh, Rebels really making it uh, difficult as they continue to tack it on. 11:48 to play in this playoff game. 35 to 14, the Rebels' advantage. And Science Hill, uh, again reeling right there. Thought they were just going to pump back and play defense, and uh, the defense said, "No, we're going to put some points on the board." Manneker, uh, and, and really just a scoop and score right there.
2: Yeah, and I'm liking the, I like the body language. I mean, Drew Wallace out there almost makes that interception. He's beating himself up, wants to get back out there, gets back out there on that on that kick that punt team, and uh, they make a nice block right there. So let's let's get it going here.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of – I think they're going to attempt to pass the football now, again, trailing the Red Rebels uh, by a score of 35-14, to 14, and Corbin Price will kick this one away. He's going to mark it off. He will start the ascent uh, from his own 31-yard line as the Rebels will kick right to left here on Jim Renfro. He approaches, kicks it away. It's going to be a high scoop kick, thinks he gets under it more than he'd like. And that's going to be number 44 again for Science Hill. That's going to be Braden Letcher, and he'll catch it, and they'll set up shop at the uh, Science Hill 37-yard line, uh, first and ten.
2: Yeah, after the kickoff to Tyler earlier, where they they about gave up a touch a touchdown on that kickoff return, they're going to continue to do those uh, short kickoffs there.
1: Yeah, I think just trying to keep it away from Tyler Moon again. If you give up a little bit of uh, uh, give up a little bit of, of room. Uh, that's one thing, but really Tyler moon doesn't need but just a seam to get a get it gone. It's gonna be Tyler moon in at, at quarterback looks like he's trying to draw a little bit of hard count. now he's gonna check the play. He's gonna have one receiver or two receivers to the right and he's gonna have a it uh, looks like Chester to his left. It's gonna be it's gonna be moon with the football. he's gonna try to get right gonna get up field for maybe a yard. It's gonna be second down nine. 11-37 to play in this in this football game. Rebels lead 35 to 14. Brought five, drop
2: three. They really pressed on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Number 23
1: makes the tackle. That's Ty Elder. Yeah, I think it's uh it's gonna be Dukes in the backfield with Moon and he's going to have two receivers to the right. He takes the snap. It's going to be a keeper all the way. Moon's going to try to get wide. He does, and then cuts upfield, gets across the 45. They're going to say down at the 46. So it's going to bring up third and one as the Hilltoppers go left to right. Emmett Watson laid a good block there on
2: Cannon Johnson to allow him to get some manageable yards there. Uh, But Tyler Moon gets up limping
1: a little bit after that play, and the tackle made there by number 23. Ty Elder. Third and one upcoming, but, Ben, I I think there's two downs to get this, but Tyler Moon's going to check out of the football game, uh, so we'll see how the Hilltoppers play it. But, yeah, uh, does not look – looks like he's feeling the best right now. He's going to get checked on on the sideline. It's going to be Schwartz back into the football game. He's going to be in shotgun. He'll have Dukes to his right. He's going to hand to Dukes. Dukes going to go straight ahead forward near the line to gain, and he's going to be driven back. They're going to say forward progress was enough. They're going to give him the 47 and a half, say 48 yard line, and move the sticks for the Hilltoppers first and ten.
2: Got a very generous spot there. Looked like uh, Jacob Richmond had pushed him back before he had got to that first down marker, but uh, got the got the spot
1: and got the first down. Yeah. Now Dukes is going to check out of the football game again. Also not walking uh, very uh, very freely off the field. It's going to be Chester into the football game. Schwartz going to take a high snap, hands it to Chester. He's going to go left side. He's going to try to get north and south. He does, but he's going to be tripped up, fall ahead forward into Rebel territory, down to the 48. Again, under 10 to play. Rebels lead 35-14. to 14. Nice sweep play. Gets to the outside. Uh, had one man to beat. And uh,
2: Drew, let's
1: see here. It's Drew Wallace makes a shoestring tackle there. It's going to be Schwartz going to roll the pocket to the right, looking to throw it. He's going to get an open receiver, number 14 for Science Hill, and he's going to get the first down and more down to the Rebel 30 yard line. It's going to be number 14. I'm trying to get that number. It's going to be Emmett Watson. That pass was intended for Pham Moyen down the sidelines, but he threw it short and ended up working out well for the Hilltoppers. 18 yards on the pass. They're going to quickly hand it to Chester. He's going to go left side, try to get wide. He's going to continue to extend, and finally the Rebels get upfield, stop him. They're going to say no gain. It'll be second and ten.
2: Good good rip there by number 12, Hutton Jones.
1: It's going to be 9-13 to play. It's going to be second and ten for the Hilltoppers. Again, inside Rebel territory, down to the 30-yard line. It's going to be Swartz in at quarterback. Again, Tyler Moon not in the football game right now. He's going to roll the pocket to the right, wants to throw it. He's going to set up. He's going to uncork it down to the end zone, and it is going to be Ty Elder in defense, and they're going to say incomplete, no flag. It'll bring up third down, third and ten. Nice throw by Swartz. Again, waited on the flag. But nothing doing. As we're under nine now, the Rebels lead 35-14. to 14 And the Hilltoppers staring down a third and ten.
2: Yeah, I think when Schwartz rolled out there, I think he thought he had more time in the pocket to throw that football. But when Peyton Cooper pressed and saw, and he saw Peyton Cooper was coming at him, he
1: had to get rid of it quick. And then good coverage, like you said, on number 23, Ty Elder. It's going to be third and ten again for Science Hill. Again, Tyler Moon does check back into the football game. He will be at quarterback. A lot of options here is he's going to have Chester to his right hip pocket and a receiver to either side. He's going to take the snap. Wanted to run, he's going to run. He's going to go off right tackle, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward. Looks like down near the 26, and he's not going to go down. He's going to pick up four yards, and it'll be fourth and six. Runs a counter play towards the middle of the field, and
2: they had to blow the whistle. That is progress and stop. Hats off for his toughness there. Uh, Peyton Cooper
1: gets credited for the tackle. Again, uh, playing a lot for his for his high school career here. Eight and a half minutes. If this score holds, uh, will be his final matchup. Swartz is going to be in shotgun. He's going to have Tyler Moon out at receiver. Two receivers to the left. He's going to take the snap. Rolls the pocket to the left. No doubt looking for Moon. He's wanting to throw it at the 30-yard line. He's going to look to hit Moon. And who steps in front of it? Is that is that Hutton Jones? I think it's Drew Wallace. Drew Wallace stepped in front of it, poked it into the sideline and turns back Science Hill. Huge play for Drew Wallace. Back to back series where he turns back the Hilltoppers. Making some big plays in the last two
2: series. Nice play there by Wallace
1: to extend his body and swat the ball out of bounds. Rebels will take over first and 10 on the, uh, on their own, uh, 26 yard line. Again, going right to left here on Jim Renfro as Clemmer will bring the, the, He'll bring the play in from the sideline.
2: Let's not forget he had those five tackles and two interceptions against Beard. Drew's played well this
1: playoff season. He's going to kick two receivers to the left. He'll have Gage to his right hip pocket. He'll hand it to Mr. Ledoux. Ledoux gets free, gets across the 40, pushes it down 45, and he's going to go all the way to his own 46-yard line. Nice rumble for Gage, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Gage just churning those legs on the counterplay, comes
2: back up the middle of the field, gets to the third level, and all Jacob Julian could do was try to
1: make a lower extremity tackle. He's going to check out of the football game. Uh, but he's going to have major yardage when he does. 26 touches, 207, and three touchdowns. Under seven to play, Rebels lead 35 to 14, and on the march here in the closing minutes of the quarterfinals. And again, he only had 28 yards rushing in the first half. Yeah, he's he is a, a man amongst boys here in the second half, uh, really taking this football game over. It's going to be Clemmer. He's going to be in shotgun, takes the snap, hands it to Price Davis. Price is going to get free, gets across the 50, across the 45, 40, and he is going to push Hilltoppers down to the 36-yard line, and that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Price Davis. Yeah, that's the price of
2: doing business with the Rebs. You cut back and start running up the right hash mark, and you get to
1: about get close to the 35-yard line. Nice run, Price. 35-14 your score and again starting to check in some some younger players it's gonna be uh, other players it's gonna be Eli Cobble uh, into the football game uh, again Klemmer will stay at quarterback and we'll see uh, we'll see how this is gonna play it's like Clemmer looks to the sideline trying to get the check he'll bring it into a quick huddle quickly breaks it now are they're gonna kick out Cobble to the far left and he looks like he may be touching the football And they're quickly going to run Dunford out. And looks like there's going to be a couple flags, going to be a delay a game against the Red Rebels. Again, a lot of motion, checking a lot of guys in. Not sure they knew where they were supposed to be on that one.
2: Yeah, it looked like some movement by the left tackle there, number 53, Alex Boyd.
1: And it looks like they'll reset it first and 15. Again, ball now on the the Science Hill 41-yard line as Maribel goes right to left. And with 6.38 to go, uh, they'll, they'll roll the clock. That's a difficult play for an offensive
2: lineman when you've got that much movement coming from different directions in the backfield. You just feel those guys whiz
1: by you. Well, and I think everybody wanted to be in the right place. I think they may have saw something that they thought they had an opportunity to get the football. It's going to be Clemmer and Shotgun, and he's going to take that snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price is going to get left and needs to clear one guy, just a one-hand prayer handle, and number 34 for Science Hill, Kevin Amayu, uh, just waited on the Calvary to show up. North to south, Price Davis. That's how he
2: runs the football. He had one tackle to beat there. Might have got to the second or third level before Kevin Amayu
1: makes the tackle there. Pick up a four there on the play. It's going to be second and 11, and they'll reset. Clemmer will stay in. 5.58 to play in this one. Maryville leads 35-14 over the Science Hill Hilltoppers. Looks like there's a a lot of usual suspects in here just trying some different, different formations with some receivers. It's like gage's day is going to be done it's a quick handoff to price davis he's going to get to the left and and waited to cut up and science Hill will close the gap he's going to get maybe a half yard back to the original line of scrimmage It's going to set up a third and ten
2: talk about a lot of heart he gets there to the outside before he's eventually taken down by three hilltoppers including the big linebacker 21 zef vegak
1: and number six baylor necessary had to run had to wrestle him to the turf. Looks like they're going to fight that back. They're going to say it actually was no game, and it'll be third and 11. So we'll see what comes in. Looks like Clemmer's warming the hands. does it mean something, man. Under five to play. Uh, Rebels lead 35-14 over Science Hill. Quickly two receivers to the right. We'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. Quickly hands it to Price, and Price is going to stutter step and push back his way down near the 35. And they'll say that's where he comes to rest. It will be fourth and nine upcoming. But, Ben, I think this is no man's land. Uh, But it looks like Science Hill will burn a timeout. Uh, Let's jump down to our sideline reporter. We've uh, somewhat neglected the Jude Ellison tonight. But, uh, Jude, honestly, the game's been uh,
5: pretty nip and tuck most of the night. Hey, that's all good, guys. No harm down here. But yeah, just been a, a nice dose of rebel Rebels. And how about the special teams for the Rebels? Scoring once and then getting the big block to set up the first score of the game.
1: Yeah, I think you talk about the big block to set up the first score, and honestly, uh, the last score uh, is Jason Manneker block, scoop and score there to to really put it where it's at right now. But uh, but Jude, uh, what is the sideline like? Again, a, a fairly comfortable lead with four and a half minutes to play, but you still got to keep uh, you got to keep your edges here.
5: Yeah, for sure. But uh, sideline's looking real nice right now. I think a lot of these seniors are realizing that. This will be the last time they're playing this stadium, so I think really taking it in and uh, a lot of hugs, a lot of uh, a lot of celebration down here.
1: That's cool, Jude. Soak it in, man. You were just a couple years ago. You were uh, you were at your last game here. Yes, sir. Again, Jude Ellison, uh, a a pinch hitter uh, for Mr. Chris Hips. He's on vacation uh, fighting uh, earlier tonight, was fighting some Atlanta traffic. So, uh, again, uh, probably missed it here, Uh, but uh, wish him the best. I know he's going to have a great time this weekend on vacation, and he'll be back uh, hopefully uh, if 445 will roll off this clock uh, for our next week matchup. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun formation here on fourth down. It's going to be fourth and nine. And we'll see what we get here, but I think they wanted to see what uh, Science Hill was going to line up in, and they're going to take a timeout. And uh, let's uh, Josie Doe. Let's time. Let's take it one with them. Elite Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Thirty-five to fourteen. Your score with four forty-five to play in this one. You're listening to Rebel Radio, ninety-five point seven, Duke FM. smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family-friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your ax on. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. And fourth fourth down, an intended pass for Duke. Uh, looks like Jack's Kirby, and they're going to throw a flag on this one. If it's P.I., uh, that's going to be a, uh, a gift for the Red Rebels and a drive-extending penalty against the Hilltoppers.
2: But I got a gift there, Wayne. Let's see what they call.
1: Looks like they're talking about it. Uh, they're going to mark it off against the Hilltoppers. So I-, I see a reset of this offense, and so looks like it's going to be a fresh one and a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. One stat to throw out there real quick,
2: Wayne, from the victor of variables, Ken Maine. You know, in the first half, 14 yards rushing and 94 yards passing for the Red Rebels. Where we sit now, 223 yards rushing, 110 yards passing. So, Coach Hunt, his wish has
1: come true. Well, I think, you know, he's always chasing balance, but I think when, uh, when uh, forward lean is in favor of Gage Ledoux, you just let the man rumble. And uh, right now that's what's happening with 440 to play. And, again, no hurry for this Rebel offense, but, but does like uh, keeping possession. Flemers going to be in shotgun, waits for the snap and takes it. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price Davis going to get across the 20 and get inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone down to the 19-yard line. And that's going to be a pickup of five, and that's going to be second and five upcoming. Made a nice cut, tried to get to the sideline there. Jacob Julian, number four, makes trips him up to make the tackle. Score of interest, Oakland, the 11-1, and one, Oakland Patriots, 14, Blackman, the Blaze, 9. That's a second-quarter score, a five-point differential there at Oakland High School. Winner of this game will play the winner of that game, so that will be uh, on most people's radio, TV, or listening device as they head home from this one. Halftime, Beach 21, Cane Ridge 7. Going to be under four to play, and looks like we do have Cobble into the football game at quarterback now. He's going to call his own number, and he's going to back his way down near the 17-yard line. That's where they'll down him, and that's going to be uh, number 16. That's going to be Casey Cobble. So it looks like Eli and Casey are into the football game and just getting opportunities to uh, take meaningful snaps here in the quarterfinals. Cobbles very deceptive on that play. He,
2: He fakes out the backers very well, makes a nice little run, tries to cut up field before
1: he's eventually taken down. Third down, four yards to go. Again, if you're, miss, if you're just joining us, 35-14 to 14 is the score on the on the football field. But looks like the Rebels are looking to advance to the semifinals. And Corbin Price tonight has become the first player in Maryville history to score 300 points. Case Cobble takes the snap, hands it to Price Davis. He's going to pick his way near a first down. He's going to need four. I think he gets five, Ben. I think that's going to be a first down Red Rebels. It's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
2: Yeah, he tries to cut up to the middle of the field there. Gets met by Kevin Smith and Baylor Necessary.
1: Just trying to get some other scores in on this one. Uh, just maybe non-6A scores, just trying to understand what's going on. It uh, looks like Colefield is going to gonna annihilate uh, Oliver Springs 56 to nothing. They'll advance to the semis. And if you hear that standing ovation from Rebel Faithful, the offensive line has checked out of this one, and they – uh, they have went to work here tonight. They may be, uh, I don't know, we may have back-to-backs here. we got we got our hands full picking the Axel's player of the game. First down 10 to go. They're going to hand it to Price Davis again. He's going to turn his back, try to back his way down for a couple yards. They're going to say pick up of maybe two. It's going to be second down 8 to go.
2: Just tries to run it in between the tackles, get some yardage, work the clock a little bit, tackle
1: made by a massive Science Hill hilltoppers 203 to play in this one 35 to 14 your score and the rebels again salting away what is yet another quarterfinal victory here on in Skeeter Shield Stadium in Jim Renfro field and uh, Casey Cobble and company out there to polish this one off it's going to be Price Davis to his left hip pocket two receivers to the left one or two to the right one to the left. And they're going to fake the handoff to Price. And Cobble's going to look to throw it. And intended receiver Zeke McCoy just beyond the outstretched hands. Incomplete. It'll set up third and nine.
2: Handles that RPO very well. Decides to keep it. Rolls out towards the marable sideline. Has to throw across his body. Difficult throw. Uh, throws it. Ahead of Zeke McCoy. It was there, but a very difficult pass for the young quarterback.
1: Well, what I like about Cobble, you're exactly right. A right-handed thrower rolling left is a difficult, a difficult task there, but he he threw a good ball not to put it in traffic and live to fight another down. So it is third and nine, minute thirty-seven to play. And Cobble looks to the sideline to get the play. He's gonna check at the line of scrimmage. He'll move Price Davis right to left. And he'll stand in shotgun. He takes the snap. Hands off to Price Davis. He's going to bowl ahead forward, get near the 10-yard line. They're going to say down at the 10, and it's going to be a pickup of four, and that's going to be fourth and five upcoming.
2: Clock play just running the ball there in between the tackles. Tackle made by
1: number 42, Devin Medina. We're going to see what happens here. Looks like we're going to get a a, a, – a field goal attempt. They're going to run back in the uh, some of the starting offensive linemen as we near one minute to play in this quarterfinal matchup. 105 to be exact. Rebels lead 35-14 to 14 over Science Hill. Corbin Price will kick this one from the 17-yard line, so it will be a 27-yard attempt uh, just, uh, just a couple yards off of the left hash. He'll actually stand on the left hash to set it up. He'll two-step it. And kick this one away. It's going to be up, solid, and good. And Corbin Price is added to this lead as it. the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 38 and the visiting Science Hill Hilltopper's 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke
13: FM.
11: Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry, competitive prices. Tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can hear me now.
1: And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM and the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week with 43 seconds to go in this quarterfinal matchup. The bow is permanently affixed, I think, Ben. The Red Rebels will advance to the semifinals. 38 for the Rebels, 14 for the visiting Uh, hilltoppers of science hill and uh, again not for lack of effort they've got some really good football players on that team they've got a lot of good seniors uh, that have played a heck of a bunch of football here lately Uh, tyler moon i think 15 touchdowns in the last four games including tonight And uh, and he threw one tonight, so accounted for that one, too. And so uh, I think uh, they've got a lot to be proud of just tonight. The Rebels' offensive line, the Rebels' defensive front, uh, just too much for them. As Tyler Moon's going to get this return, and he's going to get up the football field, get to the sideline, and he is going to get up across the 40-yard line to the 44, and Science Hill will have good field position just shy of midfield going left to right. Yeah, you said it well, Wayne.
2: Hats off to Tyler Moon and the other seniors for the Hilltoppers for an excellent football season. They've had a great run this year, um, so hats off to those seniors. And and for the Red Rebels moving forward, I talked to Ken Mayne at uh, break, and he's driving us to Murfreesboro, uh, so somehow we got to figure <laughs> I was gonna how say. we're going to get all four of us in that car of his and, and how we're going to fit the suitcases. Uh, you know, So we got to text Hippie and figure that out.
1: And uh, yeah if if you know Ken Man you know uh, his car has two seats so I guess I'll ride in the I'll ride on the top I don't know uh, but 33 seconds is what's remaining and uh, looks like there was uh, officials were still trying to set this one up, and uh, Hilltopper snapped the football, so no play. But yeah, look at the the seniors for this Science Hill group: Micah Dukes. Uh, it's going to be Chester and Moon. All will graduate this year, and so they're just playing their last football. So Schwartz, the junior, is going to kick it out to number two. Two, the receiver is going to try to try to get wide, and he's going to slip on the turf monster, and that's Stephen Stephen and that's a nice play for them. That's going to be a pickup of about eight. And it's going to bring up, uh, it's going to bring up second down and two. Yeah, he's going to be an exciting player in the future. Only a sophomore. Nice play by Steve Swartz is going to be in shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to look to roll the pocket. He's going to roll back, and he's going to be dropped back as initially handled by number 52. That's going to be Jack Carter, and then cleaned up trying to get the cleanup man as help uh, get over there. I think that was number 67. And that, uh, I don't have a number 67. I'm sorry. But uh, as all of that transpired, the clock did hit zeros, and the Rebels put an exclamation point on a quarterfinal victory. The final scoreboard reads your Rebels 38, Science Hill 14. Let's take a break, listen to some great sponsors. When we come back, the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show, where we have our work cut out to name this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss this. Yep, it's that time
12: once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends, from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto-buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve.
11: Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football
13: if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price
8: 865- 389 7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense.
4: You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football.
0: Whoa, Nelly. 48 minutes never looked so good. This one will hit the record books as a big Red Rebel victory. Now, it's time to recap tonight's win on the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. A full game recap, final stats, and updates from games around the area. Oh, yeah, and naming the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. I know who gets my vote.
1: Welcome in to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz. And uh, Ben, uh, we had to get hydrated at the break, had to kind of catch our breath because the Rebels in the second half punched the gas and punched their ticket to the semifinals. A 38-14 victory over Science Hill. What do you take away from tonight?
2: There have been so many great efforts by so many different players. It's very difficult to choose a Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. I mean, we talked a lot about how Gage Ledoux in the first half ran for only 28 yards. He comes out and he finishes the game at 207 yards, just tacks on the big yardage in the second half. You know, we run that balanced offense penalty-wise, only two penalties for 15 yards in the ball game. And then on the defensive side of the ball, we've been hearing all week about the video game, Tyler Moon. We held them to only 98 yard. We, we held them to only 98 yards tonight. So, um, you know, uh, very impressed with the way the team played overall.
1: Yeah, the defense for the Red Rebels definitely found the cheat code for Tyler Moon. And uh, we talk about video games. Uh, this defense, they might be known as Wreck It Ralph from here on out. So, <laughs> love what they did here tonight. Really held down uh, an offense that had found themselves late in the season. Uh, held them to 14 points. 10th consecutive victory over science hill undefeated right now against the hilltoppers all time i think that's a huge milestone in itself uh, and again an, an, a punch ticket uh, to playing on Black Friday a tradition that the red rebels have held uh, since the year 2000 but final uh, stats provided by Ken Maine again 38 to 14 the one that matters uh, but first downs 22 for the rebels 11 for Science Hill rushing yards 41 carries 237 uh, for the Red rebels 42 y- 42 touches and 80 yards for Science Hill passing yards 110 for the rebels and 83 for Science Hill for a total plays of 58 for 347 for Mariville and 54 plays for 163 for Science Hill. I think one of the, the key pieces, uh, again, wipe off that delay a game penalty, two penalties, 15 yards uh, for the Red Rebels tonight. Did not put themselves behind the sticks or cause big problems that, that eliminated drives there. Did have the fumble at the goal line, but, again, I think an effort play uh, to try to get it across the goal line hilltoppers on the other hand six penalties 60 yards a lot of personal fouls there a lot of unnecessary plays there that really allowed red rebel uh drives to extend and then uh take away things for science hill
2: yeah and one stat that sticks out to me we talked a lot about it in the pregame show is your science hill was three of ten on third down coming into the game in playoff football we were we're looking at um uh, uh, looks like four of 18 on third down for our defense. So we're getting off the field on third down. Very important for our defense to do that. Great job by those guys up front and those
1: backers. It allows it allows you to have uh, fresh legs late in the games when it's going to matter deep in these runs. Uh, but individual stats: Gage Ledoux did lead lead the rushing category for the Red Rebels. 26 touches, 207, and three touchdowns. Uh, Price or yes, Price Davis had nine touches, 32 yards. Jax Kirby had one one touch for six yards. Casey Cobble, one for one. Uh, Matthew Clemmer did have some quarterback keepers that uh, netted negative yardage. Uh, Matthew Clemmer in the throw game, 12 of 16, 110 yards and a touchdown. Efficient and really kept Science Hill honest in that regard. Uh, D.J. Gillens, five catches for 38 yards, leading the receiving category for the Rebels. Jax Kirby, two for 27. Zeke McCoy, one for 13. Uh, Gage Ledoux had one for 11. And Caleb Dunford, one for 10 yards. And Jonah Arms, one for eight. And that big touchdown. But, uh, Ben, we talked about it. Uh, hands are full. Uh, trying to name this Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, we're going to do that. Uh, but uh, do want to jump down to the sideline. Look like they've uh, they've kind of come alive down there. Jude uh, What'd you take away from the Rebels' big victory, 38 to 14, over the Hilltoppers?
5: Hey guys, down here on the M, I think that the special teams was really the difference tonight. That's what I said there right before the win. I'ma stick with it. I think just the the two uh, block punts were just crucial from the Rebels here, just to really salt them away, and then we're able to contain number five for Science Hill really well.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Jude. And, uh, again, we'll, uh, we'll talk at the next break. Uh, you may have to be the tiebreaker for the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, but, uh, really, our hands uh, – I, I keep saying it because I, I keep trying to figure out a way to, to get my answer out there. Uh, but uh, final scoreboard review, again, there's still some games in progress. The last I saw, uh, there was still a pretty tight differential, the Oakland and Blackman game. Again, the winner of that game. Uh, will be who the Red Rebels are going to see next next Friday. Still fourteen to nine. That is a halftime score now. So uh, the next twenty four minutes there in, in Murfreesboro is going to be one to watch if you're a Rebel faithful. Uh, looks like Beach is on top of Cane Ridge twenty one to seven. Uh, that's a third quarter starting score. Uh, so that's that's kind of where that's going to sit. Uh, but uh, but Ben. Uh, really want to recognize our sponsors just yet again a 38 to 14 win over science hill and all these broadcasts and the partnerships that we've had uh, with nfhs the last couple weeks would not have been made possible without the good start here in 2022 by sponsors like twin city certified in Maribel, stevenson tire cody knuckles with keller williams realty uh, pistol creek eats reo cheese wagon painter one kitchen tune-up 95.7 duke fm dwight price of realty executives Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing. Uh, but Ben, uh, we got a we got a road game coming up. We're going to head either either to Murfreesboro or to Blackman. Again, both out that way. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll have to get our uh, get our road tripping skills uh, kind of tuned up. We had a real good run of it in the regular season, uh, and been uh, been pretty cush here in the po- in the postseason here at home.
2: Yeah, and after further review, we're going to have to get a bigger car than what Ken Ken Maine personally has. So uh, we, we might have to use Hippie's,
1: hippies vehicle. Can, can you believe two-seaters don't have a trunk? It's kind of a, a little slot back there that I'm, I've am i just not lost enough weight to fit in just yet. But uh, let's take us a break, listen to our fine sponsors. Uh, we're going to get the player of the game kind of rounded up. We may have a couple of honorable mentions just to make sure – uh, that all were recognized, uh, but I think this is gonna be uh, one of the the, the coolest uh, as we, uh, as, we the, uh, as we hit up what the as we hit up what the the postseason's gonna look like. But you're listening to rebel radio ninety five point seven Duke FM and the po- Duke FM postgame show. We'll be right back in just a minute.
6: This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. Folks, you shop for tires, TVs, washing machines, and cell phones. Why not shop your mortgage? Volunteer Home Mortgage has multiple lenders to compare rates and terms for the best possible deal for your needs. That's one-stop shopping. Call me and see how brokers are better. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, MLS number 1641325.
1: It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning, melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own Top Shelf Barbecue, and you can thank me later.
0: From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels
7: football are you looking to buy or sell a home in east tennessee Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve then you need to call cody knuckles with keller williams realty in maryville cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project he's people focused and faith driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality so pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033 that's 865-404-3033 and let cody knuckles take your real estate goals from a
8: Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist.
0: A a
1: and welcome back to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show where your Rebels have advanced to the semifinals of the 6A playoffs with a 38 14 victory. Over Science Hill High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz. Uh, again, we uh, gnashing of teeth and and kind of paper rock scissors here. Had a whole gaggle of people that we could have given this this award to. Uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House has been uh, really great uh, doing what they do all uh, all season long. Uh, but uh, give some honorable mentions here before we announce who we're going to give it to. Uh, honorable mention to the, the offensive line. I think that goes without saying uh, what uh, what that uh, offensive line was able to produce and give Gage the holes that he had, uh, ultimately uh, being able to uh, to produce what we did in the run game. Uh, threshold across 3,000 total rushing yards here for the season. Uh, I think that uh, goes without saying they were in the mix. I think Jason Mannaker. I'll let you kind of speak to him.
2: Yeah, Maneker made those two blocks, right? I mean, he blocked the punts those two Part times. Of so just, it, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's
1: a he just and he scored on one of them. Yeah, Scooping scores always going to be one that uh, you're you're in the mix of again. But Jason Manneker, uh had won this before, and he he did a great job tonight. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to Gage Ledoux. I think anytime you you crest 200 yards, three touchdowns, it's going to be a monster night for you, and you're going to be in the mix. But a multi-time winner. Uh, and so, really, that kind of leaves – I want to talk about Matthew Clemmer as well. Uh, clean football against Science Hill. Uh, two games this year and two really good uh, outings for number five.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was five for 11 for 60 yards in the Bearden game. And let's not forget, it against Morristown East, he was 10 for 15. He had three touchdown passes, plus he had that real nice deceptive play where he threw across his body to Zeke McCoy. So he's making really good decisions. And right there before the half, you know that one pass play, Wayne, we talked about it a lot where – you know, he looked off the safety, looked to the right side, and made a nice pass in the end zone. Just just caused uh, confusion for the defense and made a,
1: made a good play. Yeah, I think uh, that's absolutely right. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, history being made is a reason to be the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Corbin Price tonight. Cross 300 total points for Maryville High School. First player to do that in the history, the the, the really heralded and uh, decorated history of Maryville High School football. Corbin Price, 300 and counting points now uh, for Maryville High School. And so he's this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, you, you don't see that very much. He's been a very uh, consistent force in the punt game. Uh, he's taken on every duty that we have now. He kicks off. Uh, he's the place kicker. He punts. All the things that uh, really they work against each other in form and fit sometimes. And, and Corbin stepped to the to the bar and, uh, tonight tonight cross that threshold of 300 points. You just, When you make history, it's hard not to be the player of the game.
2: Absolutely, and I can close
1: my eyes and
2: go back to the first game of the season and still see that 47-yard field goal he hit against Heritage. Just drilled that field goal perfectly through the uprights.
1: I thought you were going to say, I can still remember that mustache. I didn't know where you were going to go with that. But uh, excited to get Corbin up here. Again, specialist, although you, you know you talk about it, it's game-winning field goals a lot of times, uh, but they don't get the love necessary necessarily. necessarily that they deserve, but tonight Corbin Price is going to be the taste of the town. He's going to be the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We're going to take a break listen to some great sponsors. Try to get Corbin up here uh, and talk to him for a minute and then sign off here from Maryville High School from Skeeter Shield Stadium, the final time here in 2022, and then uh, I guess punch our ticket to either Oakland High School or Blackman High School, a game that's only separated by five here at the half. So we'll take a break listen to these fine sponsors. This is the 95.7 Duke FM post game show right here on Rebel Radio 957 Duke FM
4: Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team and now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift and a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off shift maintenance openings with experience based hourly pay as well as professional and leadership openings Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team and start crafting your future today.
10: El Hemador Mexican Grill a Blunt County tradition for 20 years El Hemador Mexican Grill is fast filling and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Hemador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10. Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Hemador Mexican Grill 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 Six five six eight one sixty forty El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
9: Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blount and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business.
1: Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. And how did I know that it was going to be difficult to find the kicker postgame? Uh, Jude Ellison is is avidly down there trying to find Corbin Price, uh, this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, uh, but really uh, going to continue to dig around uh, and try to get Corbin up here. Uh, but we're going to kick it back to break. Listen to some of these great sponsors, and we'll be right back.
11: Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Mariville. Online at StevensonTire.net or call 865-983-1620. Monday through Friday 7:30 till 5, Saturday 7:30 till noon, closed Sunday. Stevenson Tire.
10: Yep,
12: it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600. Or click twincitycertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you
11: deserve Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football.
13: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group, Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. Run
11: like a rebel.
1: And welcome back to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. Uh, Looks like we may have to shelf this one. We will get uh, Corbin Price on air, if nothing more than for the red hot minute. Uh, but uh, next week, tune in for that. We will have a semif- semifinals matchup with either Oakland or Blackman. We're going to watch that game as uh, as closely as we can this afternoon to understand uh, which athletic director we've got to call to get some space for next week's uh, matchup. But uh, Corbin Price is this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. Uh, so, Ben, it's going be, uh, to be up to us to close this one out, uh, but we'll do so just now. So the Red Rebels have topped the toppers and sent Science Hill home, ending their 2022 campaign and that means a big red rebel victory the rebels improved to 10 and three as the hilltoppers of science hill fall to eight and five final score for maryville high school the the maryville red rebels 35 or 38 the visiting science hill hilltoppers 14. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank those that make this broadcast possible. The great administration at MHS and athletic director, Landon Harris, thanks to all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks. But the ninja of numbers, Mr. Ken Mayne, has provided the up-to-minute stats each and every break. A special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of East Break. And for Ben Metz, Jude Ellison, Coach Christian Burns, And uh, Corbin Price, uh, you're listening to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Go Rebels! Rebels!
10: Get ends and then stack them. Don't let the
12: distract track us. Excuse me, Mr. DJ. Pretty girls get loud. Now let me
8: hear you say.